We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Next Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Alright, here we go. Wasn't expecting the music tonight, I'm not gonna lie to you. But uh, these Knicks in the fourth quarter, down by 13 with six and a half left, would make a game out of this thing because they were out hustled and out muscled all night against this Grizzlies team. But Julius starts coming alive. IQ. Starts coming alive. Alec Burks with clutch contributions off the bench would bring these Knicks back into this thing. But it was the clutch play of Broadway Barrett, a.k.a. the nine God, continuing his hot streak. R.J. Barrett would hit three clutch free throws to make this a game. And ultimately would tie it in over in in the fourth quarter with a clutch clutch layup on John Morant. Just an outstanding performance by RJ. Absolutely outstanding performance by RJ. And in overtime, listen man, these boys would not look back. Like I said, the same cast of characters. Thibodeau left the same lineup in there. Swapped out Taj for Noel. And it was RJ. It was Julius, it was Burke's IQ that would deliver this team to a 133 to 129 victory over the Memphis Grizzlies. Big win, much needed win. Man, I wasn't expecting to hear that tonight. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Clutch win. This is Nick's Post Game Live presented by Manscaped. CP the franchise, Ashley Mall, CK2K in the building. Welcome back, Ashley. Thank you. Since, since you're back, you, you <laughs> might as well kick us off because it was the play. I mean, the, these guys was, was stuck in the mud, dead in the water for three and a half quarters. You know, just absolutely lifeless, outplayed 
from beginning to end by this Memphis team, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett came up big for us. Talk about R.J. tonight. Yep, huge win. And it's funny because uh, I think the last time we uh, talked with Ashley, she was uh, talking about how she didn't care about no first half. It's how we close yeah. the game. Yeah. And just like you mentioned, Knicks were trashing to begin this game. But how do we close the game? The right way. They heard, they knew she was going to be on the show tonight, and they delivered. <laughs> R.J. Barrett did his thing tonight. Uh, I was getting a little worried because they were going away from a little bit, but Alec Burks yeah. was doing what he needed to do. But like you said, Emmanuel quickly providing off the bench. Uh, Elf was shelved, even though he was giving us a solid nine points tonight. Uh, it was a great comeback win. It was nice to see us steal yeah. a win for once after the last few games that we've had. So it was nice. Absolutely, because they they took they were taking that game from us. I wrote them off, bro. I'm not wow. gonna lie. At that yep. six minute mark, I, I wrote on on uh, Twitter. I said, listen, you know, there's very few losses during this season for this team that were due to lack of effort, and I thought this one was headed that way. Because, the, again, the, the Memphis Grizzlies were just outplaying them. They were at more physical. They were on the glass. They were on the boards. Uh, they were getting out in transition. They were just running us out the gym. But give credit to the Knicks because they stuck to it. And New York grit, as you said, Ash, it was New York grit. And like I said, it was RJ, man. RJ once again continuing his hot performance. When we needed him the most, he delivered. And that was big for him. Talk about RJ tonight. Listen, I had to cut my short trip in Costa Rica because I saw the losses just kept coming in. I said, no, 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 I, I can't extend this trip, although I want to. I got to get back because my Knicks need me. But, look, I always say basketball, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. It is a game of runs, and it is a game of possessions. Shout out to the bench tonight, Rose, Quickly, yeah. Burks. They held it down until Randall and RJ could really get going. They had a rough first half. And and notice how I said Rose, Quickly, Burks. I did not mention Peyton's name. Yeah. Just He just is irrelevant in my conversation tonight <laughs> in any aspect. So we're going to push that to the side. But RJ, you know, came through in the RJ way, my nine god. And I was ready to go in on him if we lost this game. So it's <clears> not that I'm biased. I just give credit where credit is due. I mean, 20 points from him tonight, 50% from the three-point line, 50 53% from field goal. It's just out of control. He just knows how to come up big in the right moments. And listen, even though Julius Randle's game was like a roller coaster tonight and yeah. he did some things that just made me want to shake him, he still had a triple-double tonight. Still had so, a, a I mean, frustrating triple-double for Julius, for sure. Got to give yeah. Julius Randle some props. Although yeah. it was a very up-and-down triple-double yes. earning tonight, mm -hmm. he still put up the numbers. And the New York Grits, baby, we did this. I'm proud. Big time. Big time. Big performance. And, uh, you know, it just seemed like coming into this game, it was like a continuation of the Boston game. Just looked like fatigue had set in. They were a step slow on both ends. Offensively, just no continuity. I mean, Julius didn't score his first points until three minutes left in the third. You know, RJ got off to a slow start. I don't think he scored his first points until late in the second quarter, almost halftime. And so, you know, the two of them just didn't have it going. Those are your two guns. If they don't have it going, this team is not going to do much. Thankfully, you have D. Rose, your most important point guard on the team. But like I said, it's just a matter of, you know, how do you allocate his minutes where he's most effective? But he gave us 13 first-half points, and I thought that was big. Uh, nevertheless, they still found themselves down by as much as 17 down by 13 going into the fourth quarter. Like I said, I thought they were done. 
But give credit to Tibbs. He made the adjustments. He went to IQ. He went to, to D-Rose for, for a bit. Then he went IQ. He went back to Burks as his backup point. He went to Burks as the point. RJ, Julius, had ties. Ties ended up fouling out and then went to Noel, and he stuck with that lineup into overtime. And give credit. Those were the guys that delivered for us. Um, Burks with 20 points, 16 in, in the fourth in, in overtime. IQ another 20 points. Julius 15-point triple-double. Uh, but again, you know, RJ's performance, um, just just not letting, you know, Dylan Brooks get him out of his game because Dylan Brooks was trash-talking all day and, and trying to play him tough. RJ hung with it. And, and yeah, it was 20 points, but like I said, three free throws in the fourth. The game-tying drive in, into end regulation on John Morant, which was easy money because he saw it. He saw the green light as soon as they got the rebound off the, I think it was a Valanciunas miss. RJ saw it. Avalanchunas had missed that second free throw, and RJ saw green. Took John Moran to the cup, ends up tying it, and then a big three in overtime. So well, well deserved. They they took it and, and they earned a victory, one thirty three to one twenty nine. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's it's important also. RJ was just so impressive because it's easy to get inside your own head when you're in the middle of a game and shots just are not falling and you're not playing to the standard that you set for yourself, that your teammates have for you, that the fans have for you, that your coach has for you. It's easy to get into a slump and it's easy to let that affect your entirety, your entire performance rather within a game. And Mm -hmm. RJ just proves time and time again, whether it's the bounce back from the previous game or even what he does in the actual game, that he's built for New York, that he's built yeah. for these big moments. Mental he toughness. has this ability that, you know, that we've seen progress from last season to this season to just kind of settle himself down and, and get out of his own way and take it play by play and have the game slow down and allow it to come to him to where that he can really start producing and, and being a contributing factor on that court. And we saw it because the RJ that started the game was not the RJ that ended the game. And yeah. it's just really amazing to see someone so young have that mental toughness to bring themselves back to where they need to True be story. to help the team win. Yeah, and that's my favorite thing about RJ Barrett, man. It's like first half, second half. You know, it's like that LeBron James meme where he got the cigarette and the do-rags. Like yeah. LeBron, <laughs> RJ don't care what Facts. quarter it is. He don't care how he's shooting. You, you know that RJ Barrett is there for the action at any point. And, yeah, even though he had a bad first half, he, he got the he got the sleepy eyes. Like he didn't even remember how that – the amnesia – that he yeah. don't even remember how that first half went because second half he just was a completely different monster. And if you look at this not watching the game, you're seeing that he still shot 54% from the field. He was two for four from the three-point line. Like he still yeah. did what he needed to do out there because, you know, he, he knows how to – he understands how to control the game and how to play at his pace. Yep. Um, and the game is not over because his shot is not falling to begin with. And Big time. 20 years old. 20 years old. And he has that kind of that kind of IQ, that kind of grit, you know what I'm saying, that, that kind of uh, want – that dog in him, and it's just so – it's been great to watch. I'm just so excited for this kid. And then going up against Mr. Number 2 overall yeah. pick, John Morant. Number 2 now. versus Let's number 3, man. You know he had that chip on his shoulder. Definitely. He, he definitely had that chip of, on his shoulder. Speaking of the dog, in, in, in the words of the late grade DMX, this one goes to RJ. Yes. Every dog needs a bone, that's for sure. And RJ definitely got his mm-hmm. bone tonight. And it was great to see, you know, the trials and tribulations of RJ Barrett unfold and him to come out on – the winning ends of that conversation. Big so. time. And, and as you said, CK, the hot shooting streak, you know, coming into this game, he was 16-22 and 22 from downtown in his last six. Tack on another two for four tonight. So that's 18-26 and 26 
in his last six in his last uh, seven games now. Um, the, sh- the shooting is coming along, man. The shooting is coming all- along nicely. And as Burks had it cooking in, in overtime, give him credit, he, he was he was doing his thing. Uh, I was like, I-, I-, I yelled at the TV. I said, don't forget about number nine. Because Burks and Randall were trying to take it. I said, don't forget about RJ. And at that split second, Julius finds RJ for the elbow three. And, and that was that was as clutch to me as the three free throws to tie it in regulation. The three-pointer that he hit in overtime was, was major. Absolutely major. Huge. Yeah, man. And and you know, give credit give credit to Julius Ash. As we said, it was an ugly triple double. Yeah. You know, the Grizzlies were doubling him the whole game. I don't know if it's the leg injury or just fatigue, but he just seems to be a step slower than, you know, pre all star Julius. But mm-hmm. he, he gutted it out. You know, he made the right passes when he needed to in, in crunch time and, and he got the job done for us. So give credit to Julius for, for gutting this one out too. And that's all you can ask. You know, unfortunately, it you know, it's just the nature of the beast, right? When you go so hard body and you're full throttle for, you know, the first half of the season, after the All-Star, you can expect that you slow down a little bit. But yeah. that's why it's important to have depth. And that's why it's important to have players like R.J. Barrett, like Derrick Rose, like Quickly, like Burks, who when, you know, Randall's not playing his best maybe throughout the totality of a game, that they can pick up the slack, that the bench can carry, that your Robin, in this case, R.J. Barrett, can, you know, help Batman out a little bit. Sometimes Robin needs to help save the day. Batman can't do it by himself. And that was one of these situations. And, again, it's not like, you know, Randall had a bad game. He had a triple-double, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it was a quiet triple-double. It was a very up-and-down triple-double. And, you know, had the other guys on the team not held their own and not picked up some of the slack, that we um, were getting from Randall, and especially in that first half, this game could have looked completely different. Yeah. But everyone started to click, and everyone played their role at some point when it was next. Well, almost everyone. Peyton yeah. didn't do anything. But <laughs> everybody, for the most part, played their role yeah. and helped to secure this win. This was a team could, win when it needed could to Could have very easily packed it up and went into the weekend, especially down 13 with six minutes to go. But the, but they, they found some heart, and, and they took it. So give credit to them. With Tibbs, you know, you, you're happy that he made the adjustment. Again, it's just the timing of those adjustments, right? When the starters are just dragging through the mud, you know this is a, a, a league-worst offense. Uh, you know, can we get that spark a little bit earlier? Like, okay, D. D Rose was that spark, you know, but mm-hmm. in the third, can do we go back to Rose early and take Peyton out? Do you go yeah. to Burks early at the one and take Peyton? Just to get us a little bit of a spark, especially when Julius didn't have it going for the better part of three quarters. Yeah, and that's and that's another thing that we've been kind of seeing. Also, shout out to Obi. I forgot to mention Obi. He Obi, had some yeah, Obi, Obi had some life tonight. To, yeah, deep, but that, that's, a D Rose a effect. Bit. that's a D Rose yeah, effect. Yeah, he's starting yeah. to feel himself yeah. a little bit. But yeah. this is what we yeah. were talking about with Tibbs before, and when I was comparing him to people like Coach Spo, is that Tibbs a lot of the times doesn't watch the the progression of the game. He goes in with the game plan and tries to force that game plan to work. Today we saw tonight rather. We saw, okay, he came in with a game plan, but the game plan wasn't working. And he didn't wait until, you know, the sand and the hourglass was almost out to make the changes. You yeah. saw he pulled um, he pulled Peyton out right away and replaced him with Rose. He started making those adjustments, and he started to let the bench cook immediately. And I think that also was a difference yeah. maker in this game. Yeah, third quarter made me a little worried to that point because in that first half you saw – this is the first time I think we've seen the bench in that early. It was halfway mm. through the uh, the yeah. first quarter that the entire bench had come in. And it was the right it was the right move, but 
in that third quarter, like CP had mentioned, you know, Alfred Payton went on a little bit of a streak and made a three, made a nice cut. You made a few buckets, but then we were just looking terrible as a whole, as a team. And I was starting to get worried. I was like, all right, Tim's just going to keep running, like do exactly what we've been doing in the last few games, running with what we got. But he eventually did end up making those adjustments, which I feel like ultimately helped us uh, to end the game. And also took a little page out of CP's book again, talking about, you know, he was saying, you know, end this, end the game with quickly. Let quickly go out there yeah. mm-hmm. offensively, especially in a night like tonight. We're quickly shots. We're going in. And he was making himself very available. But, again, playing off the ball really solid with Julius Randle doing a lot of the ball handling for that final uh, lineup. So, yeah, the adjustments were definitely made uh, a lot sooner. There were some moments, like I said, in that third quarter, but definitely made a lot sooner, which I felt like helped with us make that nice little run at the end of the game. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, as I said before the big run, we were getting crushed, crushed. We gave them so much second chance points. Uh, they're the number two team in the league in offensive rebounds. They definitely imposed their will with Valanciunas. I thought Taj and Noel were getting eaten alive out there on the boards and just the second chance plays. Uh, as I said, they're the number one team in steals. You know, turn the Knicks over a, a, a good bit. Uh, the Memphis finished with uh, seven steals tonight. But then again, when you again when you have John Morant, that's buckets, and and for that reason, they're the number two team in fast break points. So unless it's so, on the free throw line. Well, yeah, unless, unless you're on the free throw line, which is a good <laughs> tactic. But you know, between the between the boards and the steals, and then you have a a, a lightning rod with John Morant. This is how Memphis gets out and, and hurts you, man. And also thought we had trouble really keeping them contained in the pick and roll. I thought our pick and roll coverage at times we look lost. Um, John Moran, he, he owns Peyton from last season. Peyton has no answer for him. And so I thought that was part of the reason why we let them get away with murder. We had no no answer for their pick and roll. Our pick and roll coverage was, was real suspect. But, uh, again, thankfully, you know, things turned around when it did. Uh, Ashley, you mentioned OB. OB did pick it up. Uh, yeah. But that that's the D-Rose effect. You know, having a competent point guard that can push the pace and play to OB's strength. We've seen it time and time again from their debut together in Miami. You know, when when D-Rose is out there with Obi, he just makes him better. And then Obi had this dope uh, putback slam off the baseline over Brandon Clark in the fourth quarter as well. So, you know, he, he seems to be coming along still slowly, but his, his confidence at the very least seems to be improving, so... Eight and points for Obi tonight. And that's off all the bench. you can ask for, really, because with Obi, it was that was a big hinder on um, his development, his talent. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to kind of get out of your own way sometimes. And also, you know, what was going on on the court wasn't conducive to kind of bringing out his strengths. You're yeah. starting to see it in spurts, especially when you're playing at a faster pace. He does better. But also, it um, you know, it it was also mental. It was also Obi having mm-hmm. to get out of Obi's way. And taking what he can be given in terms of minutes and time on that court and just making the most of it. Go out there and play ball. You've been doing it your whole life. Like, you know how to play. Go out there and play. Like, and you're starting to see that. And I think that if he can just continue this trajectory, even a little by little, because I'm not expecting a quick turnaround from Obi from here to May or from May to June. Like, I just want to little signs of of life that he's heading in a certain direction. Little little gains between now and the end of the year. CK, what say you, bro? No, I'm loving it. This is one of what we were expecting, you know. It was just one of those things of 
when were we going to play to his strengths? When were we going to play the Obi ball? And we're seeing that today, or, or last few games, not even just today, last few games, we've seen Obi become more uh, aggressive and more active because that's just how he plays. It was looking like there was a stretch of games where he was just settling for waiting at the three-point line and then bricking them, you know what I mean? Yeah. So seeing him become more active and seeing, like you mentioned, Derrick Rose pushing the pace a little bit. And Emmanuel quickly, too, has found him for a few lobs there yeah. um, in the last few games, this game included. You're just seeing Obi Toppin look comfortable, and that's I, that's more than I think that's more than we could be asking for right now. We need to we want the kid to feel comfortable and be at ease and play his game and not worry about you know if he's a bust or that or not. Play your game, and then the rest will come. And we're seeing Big that right facts. now. He played really well tonight. Big facts. Yeah. And also just to add to that real quick, I think that when Obi gets into that a little bit more of a consistent space with his game, mm-hmm. I think you're also yeah. going to be able to see more longevity from Randall because he won't have to work as they, hard. I think a lot of the exhaustion and, and the weight yeah. on Randall, you Thanks. know, the exhaustion on his body, on his mental, and things yeah. like that on his game in general is because he's had to be the engine that powered the machine because Obi was nowhere to be yeah. found. And what was supposed to be the relief or at one time the successor to Randall was just useless, at, yeah. for lack of a better word. You couldn't yeah. utilize him for anything. So Randall had to do everything, was putting up these ridiculous minutes. I think that next season you're going to see a different dynamic where Randall's going to be able to still be the floor general on this team, but it's not going to have to be at an exhaustion-type level because Obi's going to be a lot more comfortable playing a role where he's going to be dominant on that floor. Yeah, well, hopefully with a better point guard too. I think that I think it's twofold. Yeah, I think it's, it's it's Ob's lack of effectiveness and and a point guard is is puts double duty on Randall. So, um, you know, quite questions to be answered in the off season. But for now, you know, we taking this win, man. One thirty three to one twenty nine. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Leave me an emoji in the chat, man. What do you got? How do you guys feel about tonight's win? Throw an emoji in the chat. And let us know how you guys are feeling. I definitely want to shout out to Fritz Elliott. Sends us the super chat. He says, big win. Salute to KFTV. Love the show. As Fritz Elliott sends us a $50 super chat. Salute to Greg's film stuff. He says, our late game execution is disgusting. Tired of watching a gas Randall try and pull something out of nothing. Coaching staff needs to get more creative and run something for Burks, RJ, or quickly. Yeah, I, I definitely see your pain, man. I see your pain, Greg. So hopefully they... Uh, make some adjustments there, but good job by Randall, you know, not forcing it too much and getting it to RJ when he could in overtime to get that three. So good decision-making there, albeit a, a, a rough patch for him this game. All right, let's get to the phones. Let's hear what the people got to say tonight. Who's kicking us off? Benji's kicking us off. What's going on, man? How you doing, bro? Hey, guys. Hey, Ashley. What a what a win, man. Yep, I'm out mm-hmm. here walking, breathing the fresh air, breathing the fresh air. Man, it feels amazing because they were dominated and they were flat all game, man. It was it was really painful to watch this game early on, like just seeing how our offense is not clicking. Um, amazing that RJ has come along with a shot. I never in a years thought he would make three three free throws in that spot. I mean, yeah. I think he got a better chance of Steve Novak yeah. come, coming down the lane with a 360 jump. <laughs> right. I, I thought for sure he was going to miss the first one. I could hear, I could hear when he was lining up the line. I could hear Clyde, you know, when Clyde sort of uh, before the shot, when the shot's about to leave the guy's hand, he'll kind of say, "Oh, yeah," he'll go, "Oh." I'm like, "Please, Clyde, just let us, just I love you, Clyde. Just let us watch. Just let us, please let us watch the free throw for right, ourselves. Right. I don't need to see you seeing an angle right. of the free throw, please." Um, but anyway, 
somehow, some way, uh, RJ has really gotten that stroke together. Obviously, clutch three, his drive at the end when he said, like you said, he saw the opening. Uh, I guess moving forward, I mean, this game was so huge because I set out before this homestand. We have to sweep this homestand. Yeah. With the Lakers being undermanned, with Toronto, we have a chance to put Toronto out of their misery by beating them. Uh, you know, looking at the t- uh, us with our lead to the top ten, we got a five and a half game lead to the top ten. I really want that seven or eight seed. So that at worst we just have to win one game to officially make the playoffs. But I'm yeah. kind of I don't know, man. I, I, what do you guys think? I, I just we look so are we really need some sort of boost of energy? Like I, I know I know this is probably going to happen, but is there any chance like Henson's going to come? Man, we're getting killed on the board. Like I feel like Henson, if he's healthy, uh, like he can you know he can help us a little bit because he is a pretty like from what I recall seeing. I, I feel like he always used to play really well against us. With Milwaukee and get rebounds yeah. and just be a force he's down not, there. He's just, not going to play, crappy. bro. Just, he's not playing, bro. What's what's the point? What's the point? Was this just like a transaction of like having it, him come, sit on the bench and get one hundred eleven thousand dollars? Basically, man. Appreciate the call. You know, I I was kind of surprised with him and and then them having Pell. Today was the last day for yeah. for buyout candidates to be available for the playoffs. So. I think uh, my guess is that they were waiting around to see if anybody else, you know, was available by today, and maybe they get rid of either Henson or Pell because now they're saying uh, Henson's out with a calf injury, hasn't even played. So even still, I wouldn't expect either one of those guys to play. This is this is Noel and Taj until injury. This is their rotation. You know, this is, these are their minutes, and and that's it. Nobody else is going to get that. You, you'll get Julius at the five before you even get to Henson. So. Um, you know, I wouldn't worry about that. But to his point, CK, you know, we gotta we gotta own this home this uh this homestand. You know, we gotta get these yeah. wins on this homestand. Very critical, bro. And we've been doing it this year. And we and in years in the past, we haven't been really protecting the home protecting the garden. You know, yeah. I mean, having all these other players have their uh, best games of the of the season in the garden. And this year, we've been doing a good job with that. Um, and yeah, def- it's definitely important, and it, it's something that can carry on over if we do end up making the postseason. Um, that that's, that could be in our favor, you know. So it's, it's really nice to see uh, how hard this team plays. And it's funny because it felt like at the beginning of the season we had everybody talking about, oh, these jerseys are cursed and da 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 <laughs> No, nah, we we making everything work. And, you know, it, it, like you said, it's just really important to see us win these games in our home, in the garden, especially a game like yeah. this where we started off looking like doo-doo, looking like a JV squad, Big looking time. like the Westchester Knicks. And for us to turn around at home, handle business, that we need to, we need to see that more often especially with the road trip coming on. So we need to take these games. Absolutely. How many? We got 2,000 in the chat. So salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. This is Nick's post game live presented by Manscaped. CP the franchise, Ashley Moss, CK2K. We are recapping the victory. 2,000 in the chat, but only 497 likes, guys. We got to win in overtime. Let them know. back from Costa Rica. We got (laughs) to pay some respect to the legend, the icon, DMX. So hit that thumbs up button. Yeah, let's get those likes up. Let's get those likes up. Absolutely, Ash. Well said. Uh, I want to shout out Dowson25. He says, what's up? It's Sean Frontline, COVID worker from Louisiana, who shout you out on Twitter. Really feeling this IQ, Burks, RJ, Randall, Noel lineup. Starting... No, I don't think they're going to start, but yeah. there's certainly one of your options. You know, certainly one of your options. As I said, if this team is going to be a half-court team that 
not overly reliant on their point guard, especially with Peyton being ineffective. I know IQ has his issues. I know IQ has his issues. But if Julius and RJ are going to be your primary engines anyway, you might as well get him out there spacing the floor for you. And he, hit, and he got you 20 points tonight, bro. In the off-ball <clears throat> position. You know, mostly. For the most part. He got you 20 points shooting the rock. Yeah. So, I, IQ's got to be a factor, man. We need his shooting desperately. AP26 says, uh, all right, Ash, I'm going to remember that. Feezy. All right. Huh? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Was there? Was there? Was there something before that? Yeah, maybe. Maybe he shouted you out or something. You ain't sure. Well, I don't know, Ash. I don't know. You, you and Feezy got to talk that out. You, you and Feezy talk. <laughs> I that don't out. know Feezy. I'm sorry, Feezy. Yeah, I you, don't know. You, I don't know, man. Check your text. Make sure you got. You ain't got nothing from Feezy because he sounded kind of tight. Right I don't know a Feezy. <laughs> Feezy's not happy about this tonight. Oh no, yeah, Feezy mad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Feezy's big man. Did. Big man. I don't know. I don't know. Think back. Think back, Ash. Go back in your Rolodex and see what's going on. I don't know. Shout out to Feezy, though. Uh, Flow Hypnotic says, great win. Let's go. This one was for DMX. All right. So to Flow Hypnotic for the Super Chat. So to everybody who's leaving Super Chats, we're going to read as much as we can throughout the night. Uh, but definitely appreciate it. Tom Herrera says, I would take Alexei Sved over Alfred Payton at this point. Just Ooh. kidding, but not really. Salute to Tom Herrera, man. Where is Fed these days? I, I don't know, man. He's probably bowling overseas somewhere, but yeah, good good luck to him. Let's go to uh, let's go to down to ATL. Josh, what's going on, bro? How you doing, guys? Uh, great to be on. I appreciate you guys taking my call. Hope everybody's doing well. No doubt. Uh, obviously, great to see the team win. Um, it's all good to see the team win, but I think more importantly, watching. Um, R.J. Barrett closed the game after um, starting off, but, like, you know, playing very subpar. I think I saw something on Twitter. Somebody uh, read off his last five-minute stat in an OT. He went uh, five for six from the floor, two for two from three, and then, obviously, the uh, big free throws to help us, like, you know, big. tie the game up and take it to overtime. Um, yeah, just really great to uh, just – to see RJ closing, that's going to be really important here. I mean, the, the win is cool, but I like seeing RJ, like, you know, step up in these closing moments. Yeah. That's all I have. Thanks. Big time. Big time, man. It's it's another facet of his growth and development at, at 20 years old. You know, just giving us more confidence that, that, you know, we got this thing right with that number three pick, man. You know, from the shooting improvements, you know the passing is there. You know he's going to get to the, to the, to the, to the rim at will. As he and he and he's going to get even stronger and even smarter at doing that. So you know that's there. But the shooting, the free throw improvements, the improvements from three, decision making is most mostly on point. Now he he's had some mistakes again. The Boston game he had a couple. Um, the the Timberwolves game he had a couple. He, a couple in there here and there. But most for the most part he's he's been pretty steady with the ball in his hands. And now you're seeing late game execution. Uh, I think that's a great sign, man. That's a great sign for his development. So great job by him. Hey, Mods, can we check out the Super Chats real quick? Junior. Junior um, Karoma says that they're not working. He can't send any. So if you they're not working. Wow. The chat is on flames right now. Not even the Super Chats are going through. Yeah, for some reason, 
um it's like a little youtube glitch but like i said we appreciate everybody you guys can send them through uh cash app and paypal as well that's actually preferred because youtube takes a, a percentage of the super chat so yeah. even though you know we we appreciate it coming through and we can read your comment that way uh venmo cash app paypal would also be preferred because uh it, it'll come to us directly so we definitely appreciate that let's go back to the phones uh papa left what's going on bro Hey man, rest in peace to DMX. Shout out to New York. Shout out to all the New York Knicks fans and uh, shout out to Knicks fan TV. How you guys doing? Appreciate it, bro. How you doing, man? I'm good. This goes out to Alfred Payton. You're oh, whack, you're twisted. You shouldn't be a pro. You're a joke. Those <laughs> coming in, and everybody know. Your old man say don't shoot it, and you be like, so I love my baby jumper. I never let her go. Well, he don't really shoot too many jumpers. But, 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 but other than that, Papa Left, I'm going to give you a 9 out of 10. I'm going to give you a 9 out of 10 for that freestyle, man. Everybody in the chat, rate that freestyle by Papa Left. 1 to 5. Go ahead, bro. Oh, it's a, it's a 5 because Peyton sucks. But, I mean, like, it's just it, – it's it's ridiculous already. Like, what, what – Am I, it's, it's illegal, CP. It's illegal. I can't call up and say Peyton sucks anymore. And yeah. it's, it's, it's illegal for Thibodeau to do anything about it because it's just we have to accept it. But, I, you know, I, I just don't get it. I, 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 I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm, uh, like, how in the world does he leave him on the bench for an entire second half and then come back the next day and say, like, yeah, you're my man. Sorry, like, yeah. No, I was just playing, baby. I'm yeah, right, 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 right. friend. I would never let let them feel like I like I love them like that. But I don't know. <laughs> um, but definitely, yo, tonight's game. Before I get off the phone, tonight's yeah. game was incredible. I think R.J. Barrett. Um, I, I remember I called back when they lost to the Heat, and he missed that layup, and I said something completely asinine that pissed everybody off in the chat, mm -hmm. which was, I'm glad he missed that shot yeah, because it's going to help him grow in the future. And yeah. it was for a, a night like this. And, yo, we needed that culture-building win. We needed this win. And I, just like you said, down 13, I thought we didn't have it. You know, we, mm -hmm. we definitely didn't right. have that. But once we got close and we definitely once we got into overtime, those three clutch free throws clutch. by R.J. Barrett, once we got into overtime, uh, man, we really needed that, and we came through. So shout out to everybody that contributed tonight, and rest in peace to DMS. Big time. Go up and X in the comments. Rest in peace. Boss, boss, Papa Left, appreciate you, bro. Everyone loved it. Bars. Yeah, man, everybody loved it. Five across the board. That was hard. Five. I, I rock with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six out of five. Out of he yeah. said your baby jumper. <laughs> <laughs> big time, big time, big time. Um, this was from, let me pause the clips right here. This was from Tommy Beer. It says, Knicks were down 106-93 with six minutes left in the fourth. Over the last six minutes of the fourth in OT, RJ scored 15 points on six field goal attempts. Clutch. Efficiency. Clutch. It's clutch, man. It's clutch. So, Cynthia in the chat, what's going on? I see, I think, okay, Steven Nina sends a super chat. Steven, appreciate it. Angel Barrio says, great team win. Hey, Ash, good to see you back. I think uh, you're good luck because it's been tough without you with the team losses we had. RJ should have had the ball in his hands more and also shoot more. He is a star. So Angel Thank sprinkles you, in a Angel. little, Listen, a little sipping in his post I was going to extend my vacation, but yeah. I said I can't, can't yeah. take the risk, can't do three losses in a row. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, Spring, he sprinkled in a little a little simping in, in in his takes, but we appreciate it. it. it that's why he got the nickname. Yeah, I'm just yeah, telling yeah. you, man. He, he, he was holding down. Well. He was holding down while Ash was on vacation, though. Angel was coming he through with, with some bars, so we, we give him that. You know, we, we gave him. A, he, he he took a little break, but he's back now. He's, he's back. The simp god is back. Um, Salute <laughs> <laughs> Angel. Let's get back to the phones. We got a ton of calls, so call us just try to make your points, and and so we can get to the next one. Zach from New Jersey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing, bro? Good win tonight. Uh, first time calling. Yeah, I, I'm doing good, man. Thanks. I love the show. Thank Listen you. Keep, keep doing what y'all doing. Um, yeah, man. It's fucking or excuse me. Oh, oh, family man. show. I know it's Friday, man. Come on, family <laughs> show, man. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, first time calling. All right, all right. We, we yeah. give we give you a boat. We give you a mulligan. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Hey, big statement win tonight. Uh, this is this is better than a blowout, you know. Like this is the kind of game down as much as we were with that much time left to get the guys keep their heads right. Everybody still, you know, everybody's still fighting. Mm-hmm. R.J. Star J. Barrett, that man's a dog. Unbelievable how he played the last five ten minutes of that game. Just crazy, just crazy. Mm-hmm. That man, his development is nuts right now. I mean, he, he he's he's gonna be he's gonna be a star. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out: we've been dogging Tibbs. Everybody's been dogging Tibbs. Uh, you know, he made some he made some big adjustments. He rode the hot hands. You know, I, I you gotta gotta respect that, gotta appreciate that. Uh he stuck with that bench unit. Even Obi he kept out for some extended minutes. Obi yeah. was playing great, the rooks were playing good. IQ, you know, he was getting his shot back, the floater was going down, rookies looked good tonight. I mean, it was just, just everything you wanted to see at the end of that game. I mean, maybe, you know, I would have liked to see uh, you know, at the at the end of that fourth, I would have liked to see Someone take that shot before Randall takes that wild fadeaway. Yeah, uh, but you know they they put it they put it in RJ's hands. They put it in Burke's hands, and, and they delivered. Yeah, and so you know that's just the kind of stuff we want to see from Tibbs. Obviously, the Knicks playing hard, and and that brings me to my you know my last point, which is you know we keep getting these games, man. I mean, obviously we we won this one, but we keep getting these close games where we were like we're two two three points away, one big shot away. I'm not saying the Knicks are near contenders yet or anything like that. I'm not. But I am saying that, you know, one or two dynamic scores, a little more consistency on that end. And this team's closer than people think. I mean, the defense is all there. We just need some closers. I know people have been shouting it off the rooftops. But yeah. we're, we're, we're closer We're closer than, than we might appear. And the development of RJ and, and consistency from IQ and OB, who's starting to look like an NBA player, is looking good, man. The future's bright. So, you know, I mean, obviously tough, tough stretch lately, but games like this are crucial, not just not just for the season, but for the long-term development of our guys and the team. So great game, great win. Need more of that. Need the Lakers, need the Raptors, but big, big win. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Enjoy it. your weekend. Rest in peace, Zach. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, uh, Zach. Well done. He, he, he rebounded well after the early flow. It's a family show. Look at that hype DMX energy. Yeah, he was yeah. hype. He was hype. It is a family show, but we let them rock. You know what I'm saying? It's Friday. It is what it is. But you know, it, you know, he he's looking at it from the macro, and, and you could certainly look at it that way as well. And and listen, this team is fighting. They're fighting for a playoff spot with the lowest payroll in the league. They don't give us credit for that. They don't tell you that on on, on major uh, national TV. You know, I'm gonna drop that bar on Kelman. I've been saving that one. You know, for for his next like next jab. I'm saving that one for Max Kelman. But yeah, lowest payroll in the league. And, um, you know, still fighting. So they definitely deserve credit. Coaching staff deserves, deserves credit. Now let's just see if, if they can pull it out. This is uncharted waters for them. 
You know, a lot of these guys have been playing losing basketball for most of their careers. So this is uncharted territory where they're actually playing for something this late in the season. You know what I mean? Lowest payroll, the biggest wallet, right? Yeah, that, that's it, bro. That's <laughs> it. Uh, let, let's go around the league, man, and take a look at, at uh, some of the competition and, and um, who won, who lost tonight, bro. What's going on? Yes, sir. Uh, well, I'm just, look, it's, it's, I love coming into this knowing that we at least did our part and controlled what we can control and win our game. I'm tired of going through this and hoping and praying that other teams did what they were supposed to do for us. But yeah. we came in, we won this game. That being said, Minnesota let us down because it felt Ooh. like they were toe-to-toe with our game as they were playing the Boston Celtics, who was right above us in the um, playoff seating. And uh, they went to overtime, but unfortunately Boston ended up winning that game. So they are still sitting pretty at seven after our win. We're still sitting where we are at eight. And, man, the the, the wonder, the, the, the I don't know what to call them, the cardiac kids, the uh, I don't know what you want to call them, but these Charlotte Hornets, man, they're still out there hooping, bro. I'm looking at all these teams that are ahead of us that we no can Lamello. leapfrog. That no Lamelo and they they just Gordon Hayward still out too. Bucks today. Gordon Hayward still out. Charlotte beat the Bucks. Charlotte, yeah, they beat the Bucks, wow. and they had the starting lineup of Devontae Graham, uh, Terry Rozier, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh boy, they got Miles Bridges, McDaniel's. No, Miles Bridges coming off. Oh, the he's still coming off the bench. Hey, no, I'm I'm just no no no. I'm just saying the fact that these this team is still playing as well as they're playing right now without Lamelo mm. Ball. Like they they're playing for something right now. And so Gordon Hayward. Yeah. And Gordon Hayward Hayward's just out. recently went out. You're Hayward's you're right out. about yeah. that too. So yeah, I don't know if that's one that's gonna drop down any time. But uh, also another team that's right behind us is the Indiana Pacers as they won their game against the Orlando Magic. Uh, looking at any other games around us, uh, Atlanta and Chicago. That's another one because Chicago is right behind us. Yeah. Atlanta a little Levine bit ahead of Chicago. Uh, actually lost that game uh, with uh, Atlanta taking their win at home. So uh, a lot of the teams that are ahead of us keeping their spots as they won their games. But at the same time, um, Chicago staying a little bit behind us. Indiana still down our neck. Uh, but luckily, like I said, we can control what we can control. Mm. We won our game, and now let's go on and win our this next one. Much well, not to discredit yeah. Charlotte or anything, but I don't think Giannis played tonight. So oh, he, they arrested him. That's true, too. They, they That's true, him. too. Okay. Last yeah, Tanvir in the chat know, says uh, has a lot of problems when Giannis, when Giannis don't play, right? Yeah. And, uh, you, to your point, you're right. Giannis yeah. didn't play, Drew didn't play, and Brooke wow. uh, Lopez didn't play. So, so, you're right. you're right. so that's not that impressive. But yeah. at the same time, though, Ashley, and as us Knicks fans, we didn't take advantage of the Timberwolves game. We didn't take advantage of yeah. some games. The Hornets left some out there. Game. Hey. I'm just saying that. The Give Timberwolves- them their credit. The Timberwolves game was upsetting, and yeah. the Timberwolves can't do a damn thing right because they should have been in Boston. They, they should have been Boston. They right were killing there, them. But they should have been them, and we were right there. Can't so. win, man. Can't they their business like they were supposed to. I'm just yeah. giving them exactly. their yeah. And you know this is I mean? how I feel in all sports. Yes, you know, sometimes when it comes down to the wire, especially in football, and CP and I know this as, you know, division rivals, yeah. it's <laughs> the worst thing in the world. Having to rely on one game to yeah, be the game maker, whether or not you see the playoffs. Big so, time. you know, yes, you can say, "Oh, well, they could have won." Yeah, yeah should have, would have, could have. But you know what? You also can do. You can always control your own destiny, and then they can control of that. So, yeah. relying on all these other teams to lose and things like that, right. don't even do it. Focus, take it game by game, day at a time, because you can't compete with a Jason Tatum dropping fifty three. You can't compete with a Zach Levine dropping fifty. All you can do is focus on what's on your court in front of your eyes each and every day, and the Knicks just got to keep chipping away at it. True. Yep. 
Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Uh, we got over 2,000 people in here. How, how many likes we need to do a hat giveaway? Somebody asked if we could do a hat giveaway. We'll do the hat giveaway, but we got to get the likes up, man. We got to get the likes up. How many you want I'm tonight, Ash? I'm feeling there's 1,900 in here. I'm going to go with 1.6. 1.6. Ambitious. Okay. So if we get 1,600 likes in here, we'll do the hat giveaway. You heard it here first, people. Hit that like button. Hit that thumbs up button, and we'll get this going. Salute to Ty Thomas. He says, RJ was in his bag late in the game. He keeps this up. He's a star we're looking for. Tibbs needs to make plays for him. RJ is hungry. Let him eat. Yeah, man. Good, good game by RJ. Definitely good game by RJ. Let's get back to the phones. Ton of people calling in. DJ from Shaolin. What's going on, bro? Yo, yo, yo. Run it up. Run it up. Baby sis Ashley, welcome back from Costa Rica. The Simps is wilding in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, just listen, everybody already said what I had to say. I just want to, I just want RJ Barrett to keep this same energy for the rest of his career. He feels super unwanted, super disrespected. He's shooting better. It's crazy. Everybody's in love with Ja, and trust me, Ja's the man. But he's shooting a better percentage from Ja than Ja this year, and kind of close from last year. So I got to give him credit. Um, a shout-out to Tim for finally doing what me and CK been dying for him to do because IQ finally had a good game, a bounce-back game. Mm -hmm. So he had a game. I told y'all it's critical. That floor space is critical. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to stay long because I know you got mad, mad callers, but I'm just happy that they were able to finish. I don't know what they feeding them boys in Memphis, but everybody looked like they in the weight room, bro. Like, yeah. I, I all of them all of them look like they in the weight room, bro. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a good good stat, good game. You know, RJ, 15 points in the fourth at OT. I love that. I love that. Keep doing what you're doing. The only thing that I recommend, RJ, is he got to work on his handle so he can get, get to where he yeah. wants to. That's, that's basically going forward. For sure. Yeah, but, Appreciate uh, the call, man. Good, game, good win. And, and, and before I go, I just want to say RIP to DMX, man. Drop an X, X in the chat. Man. Appreciate it, man. Throw an X in the chat. Appreciate that, DJ. All right, next up, we're going to run through a couple of these. Uh, Daniel from uh, – we went to Daniel from Jersey already. Appreciate it, Daniel. Let's go to uh, Louisville, the only Knicks fan in Louisville, Kentucky. D-Lo's in the building. D-Lo, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, Ash? How you doing, fellas? What's going on, man? How you doing, bro? Look, I'm sitting here. So I'm going to say it one more time. Number six, he ain't got a name no more. Number six, <laughs> he, ha <laughs> he has to be out of the rotation because we need that Rose down the clutch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he, he he runs out of gas late in late in games. Mm -hmm. So we got to we got to sit, sit number six down. I mean, he brings us nothing. Four games, the four games we lost. Number six was out there the last four minutes of the game, and he did basketball bloopers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he dribbled off somebody's foot, got the ball stole from behind against Dallas. You know what I'm saying? We do not need him after. You know what I'm saying? It's very frustrating. Yeah. And I'm paying to watch this. You know, no, come on. Come on. Tim is a great coach. But I don't know what. He got to go. He We need his number retired <laughs> in the basement. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I let y'all go and, and uh, ask. Go Eagles. 
Oh, uh, you all over the place players now, players fam. D-Lo, like, come on, now? fam. He was this close. He was this <laughs> close to getting a five. He was this close to getting a five. I got to knock, knock him down on four. If the Cowboys and the Giants hate each other, they really hate oh, the Eagles. Man, so, man, we're on the same team there, Oof. CP, because... Those guys can go. I was okay. ready to throw D'Lo the five, Ash. I was ready to yeah. throw him the five till he, till he snuck that Eagles thing in there. He just disqualified himself. Man. And you know what? I'm a big fan, too, because I love his accent. Everything he says is yeah, funny. Yeah, he's holding it down. He just killed the whole thing. He just yeah. killed the whole thing. Yeah. Hmm. That's the opposite of this move, bro. What'd you say, bro? I said that's the opposite of this move, mm. man. That's, yeah. the, that's the anti-angel move right Ooh. there. That's, that's, that's the opposite. I had, I had to dock one point, man. But shout out to D'Lo, the only Knicks fan in Louisville, Kentucky. Definitely appreciate it. We got a super <laughs> chat in here. the only Eagles fan yeah, there, too. Yeah, probably. Probably. We got a super chat in from Zachary uh, Venizio. Says, uh, my fault for swearing. Oh, it's Zach, it's Zach from no. Jersey. I had the spirit of DMX in me. What can I say? Keep up the good work. Let's go, Knicks. Salute to Zach. Salute to everybody in the chat, man. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. And uh, while we add it, saluting people in the chat, as I said earlier, this show is presented by Manscaped, the number one men's grooming tool from head to toe, fellas. It's April time. Spring is in the air. The grass is coming up. All the flowers are coming up. So very important to remember one thing, and that is to trim those bushes, people. Trim your front before you go back out and get into the mix. All right, and that is with the lawnmower 3.0. This is Manscaped's best-selling tool, and what I like about it is number one, it's got skin-safe technology. This ceramic blade right here keeps those nicks, prevents those nicks. Very important. Very important. Not those nicks. Yeah, time. not those nicks. The other nicks, the ones that, the ones that really hurt. These nicks can hurt sometimes, <laughs> but these nicks can really hurt. Uh, comes with an LED light. You know, if you guys want to do it in the dark, whatever you guys are into, man, for whatever floats your boat, you got that too. It's waterproof. You could do it in the shower. Also comes with a, a long battery life as well. So it's very versatile, very dynamic. And this is this is what you need, man. So make sure you go to manscaped.com and enter promo code NYX and they're going to give you guys 20% off plus free shipping so it's a great deal can't lose as usual Ash you know the disclaimer what we always warn the people please no testimonials <laughs> no before and after joints we don't need to see shapes or nothing like that we're good we, we trust that you can you can handle it alright just go get it. This this is a no, great No, Bodie, tool. God, don't send all exclusives to Ash. <laughs> Ash doesn't want them either. Okay? I don't want them. Shit. Send them to your girl. That's send it. them to your sometimes That's girl, it. your situation. I bet you they don't want them either. Yeah. Send them to whoever. Don't, don't send them, them to Ash. Yeah. Ashley doesn't want Definitely. And shout out to Manscaped, man. They got a ton of other products on the site, too, uh, for, for the modern man. You know, so salute to our friends at Manscaped for holding us down and, and uh, being the presenting sponsor of this show. All right, let's get back to the phones. No shapes. No shapes. Yeah. No shapes. Angel, what's going on, bro? Yo, CP, what's, what's good, bro? bro? What's good, bro? How you doing? I'm good. Hey, Ash, it's good to see you back. My boy CK CK was good, bro. How y'all doing, man? Move. Welcome back. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, man. I feel like a kid who just lost his tooth and found a dollar under the pillow, man. I'm right now. I'm, I'm getting ready to go outside to start working. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, first things first, man. Hit that thumbs up for y'all boys, man. Nice. Stop playing. This is the best show on TV. 
And, um, hey, yo, listen, uh, my mom, you know, she just got surgery. She's doing well. And, uh, she's doing she good, bro. Said, uh, you know what I mean? Don't. She said, don't take it easy on Max Kellerman, man. You be handing him them L's, but keep doing what you got to do. Religiously. You know, them ratings, you know Absolutely, what I'm saying? Absolutely, bro. And, um, yeah, because you see he didn't want no smoke. He wanted to talk about the Nets and the Lakers, you know, with his garbage rates. Yeah. So I'm going to leave him alone. But, um, you know, first things first, man, Alfred Payton, you know, you still look like a duck in the face. You know, your jump shot is like Max Kellerman's hair ratings. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's no coming back from it. Like Roberto, like Roberto Duran, no mind. I just don't want to see it no more. Now, uh, I'm going to give you all some facts. I know you got some callers coming up, but, mm-hmm. man, we made 14 threes, 43%. You know, the last three games, you know, we were 13 and 16 from the free throw line, 18 and 22, and tonight 29 and 33. So we got to keep that up if you want to make that playoff. So I was definitely impressed with that. And, um, but I thought the keys to the game was the bench, man, because obviously the starters, they didn't yeah. have it. You know, they were playing, you know, real slow. And, um, you know, the Banks up 72 points, you know, quickly and, and uh, Alec Burks, you know, they combined for 39 points together with seven threes, you know. And um, and you can just see at the you can just see at the end, you know, um, RJ wants this, man, and that's what we want because we want it too, man. This is New York City. We want to win, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, we might not win all these close games, but later on down the line, it's coming. We're going to start winning these games, and it starts tonight with wins like this, man. I'm so hyped right now. I'm so proud to be a Knicks fan. I don't care what anyone says, but we're going to give anybody problems. You know what I'm saying? But uh, definitely, man, hit that thumbs up for y'all boys, man. Hit that man. thumbs Thanks up button for you, squad. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. And, and you know, speaking of the second unit, <clears throat> definitely, once again, I have to give props to, to D. Rose. Because, like I said, it was, it was his performance uh in that second quarter that helped ob get going d rose chipped in with 13 points himself and as i said he's the most important point guard most effective point guard on this team it's just a matter of how do they stagger the minutes to make him most effective i've been saying since he got here that it seems like they're capping his minutes at around 25 tonight he had 26 Uh, Dwayne casey of the pistons made it an effort to keep him under 30 and I think that's what the Knicks are, are trying to do now. Um, the question is, if you start, like, if you're trying, if you're trying to keep Peyton on the bench, if he and, and still keep Rose at that 25, then you, you're looking at some heavy minutes for quickly at that spot. And my question is, does Tibbs trust him in the point guard spot for for longer minutes to keep Peyton on the bench? Or do you bring in a Frank to kind of take, you know, a, another, you know, slot in that rotation and give him those minutes? I'm not so sure. I, w- I wish I wish D Rose could start and close these games, but it just doesn't seem like he's getting over 30 though. That's a yeah. challenge. That's a challenge. He was, he was at 26 tonight, right? 26. I think that, I, I, have we seen him get past 26 in the last few games? I don't, I don't think, think he's so. gone past 26 minutes. Yeah, he's he's been averaging 25 on the year, so I, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I, I think the want is there, but I don't see it happening. And, I mean, that's a great uh, theory that you're putting up there, CP. I think that's a good theory by the fans, but I don't see that being a realistic yeah, theory so. with Frank being thrown in the rotation. I think we've been calling for this for months, but I yeah. think at this point it ain't going to happen. Shout out to Frank getting a whole four seconds in today's game. Good stuff, dog. 
Um, <laughs> I would love to yeah. see that. But to be real, I think Tibbs, and, and this goes back to you, uh, the, us mentioning um, the buyout market and not getting body uh, by the deadline today. I think it's just Tibbs is just going to rock with what he's been rocking with yeah. the entire season until gonna the end. It. He's gonna I don't think going. anything's going to change. I don't think he's going to mix anything up. If if Alfred Payton survived this many nuclear bombs yeah. that is coming from the fan base, from his own game, from his own knees, he's dropping safe. the ball and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't think that <laughs> I think he's impenetrable. Uh, there's yeah. a new show on Amazon Prime called Invincible, and I think that Alfred Payton has dubbed that role as Invincible at this point. So I I, I think that we're just gonna rock, or he's gonna rock with what he I has agree. right now, and um. I, I like what you said uh, the last game more, and I hope after tonight and hopefully uh, future games, I hope that we, he is okay running with IQ in these kind of moments when we're seeing that we need offense. Yeah. He, he provided tonight. I know there's going to be nights where he probably won't. He's still a rookie. But just because his shot has been so – when it's needed, it's been pretty consistent for us. So I, if, if there's any scenario to throw in there, as much as I would love for it to be frank – I think Emmanuel Quickly is the one I'm looking at, at least to close out these minutes offensively because we know Julius Randle, if need be, can handle the ball. Um, and we, we saw that tonight. Alec Burks can do the same thing. Alec Burks, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see Alec Burks doing more of the ball yeah. handling too. But when Julius is out there, you know Julius is going to be the one with it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just don't see him going any- doing anything crazy like putting Frank out there. It would be nice. I would love it. I'm, yeah. I'm inviting it. I just don't see that being realistic. Ash, what say you? The comments are just hilarious during this whole conversation. Somebody <laughs> said Peyton should get sent to the Westchester Knicks. Yes, I'm aware their season is over. <laughs> oh, they said that? <laughs> Friday night, baby. It's Friday night. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Listen, I... <laughs> You already know how I feel about this Peyton situation. I just mm-hmm. feel like it's not consistent enough to just excuse why Tibbs continues to play him. It's not even like you get consistency in like maybe six games and then he has an off game and then it's back. Consi- I feel like I have a problem with him every single game at some aspect of the game. And I just feel like. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You have Frank, who, you know, everyone knows I've been critical of Frank. I haven't been his biggest right. fan, but I think he's great on defense. I yeah. think if you had to name one of his strong suits, that's definitely one of them. And 
I just feel like Peyton does nothing for the offense. And if yeah. he does, it's so far and in between. I feel like he's making more mistakes than he is helping the situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like he can't score. He can't hit the side of a bus. No. And when he does, again, it's so far and in between. I really don't know. Yeah. And, again, this goes back to Tibbs and his, like, fantasy diluted, just twisted reality of what's happening on the court. And what happens in his head? Because I think that maybe he's looking at Peyton, and Peyton looks like Michael Jordan to him out there. Like he's seeing something that the rest of us aren't seeing. Like maybe he's seeing prime rose in his eyes. He's just looking at him. He's seeing prime rose. He's like, oh yes. The one thing thing he likes about him. Game in the upside down. I can't. I can't tell you it's good. Because what we're seeing out here does not match. The amount yeah. of time that this kid gets I, to I, play. I can't tell no you sense. it's good, but the thing that, that Tibbs wants is dribble penetration. And to, to his fault, Peyton does that. Does he make them? Not all the time. No. Is he passing out of it? Never. I'm no. just saying this is what Tibbs wants. This is part of the reason why Peyton's out there. I think he does like Peyton's defense at times. It's, again, this is not me advocating for Peyton. This is just no. You're this right. is just being in the head of Tibbs and understanding what he likes out of his point guards. But what I'm thinking is, if you have Rose starting, like, do you come back with with a, a backcourt of Burks and IQ off the bench? You move Kev into the three. You can move Obi into the four. You know what I mean? That could, maybe that gives Kev. He's not taking Alfred out of the rotation. He's yeah. not taking Alfred out of the rotation. He's not. If he he's starts, not. Alfred's coming right off the bench. And he's I don't not. know if that's what we want because the no. bench has been the one of the main bright spots right. for this team. And I don't know how Alfred runs with that bench. The bench moves. Yeah. Alfred yeah. Payton does not. He yeah. walks up the court every time he gets the ball. Yeah, the pace. So I, I, I don't see a universe. In, at True. this point in the season, I don't see a universe where he takes him out of the rotation. True. I just don't. Uh, agreed. Agreed, man. Uh, let's, let's salute some people in the chat tonight. I want to salute William Elam. He's team hashtag new Will, William. What's going on? MC's audio. Welcome to the chat. How you feeling? Salute to JV916. Team hashtag new JV. What's going on? Sean Welby. Welcome to the welcome to the program. Let's see who else is in team hashtag new. Stefan Serio says new. He said I was at the game tonight. It was crazy. Dwight Kirkpatrick. How you feeling, Dwight? Who else we got in here? We got James Pierre. How you doing, James? Uh, Ashley, you want to shout out tonight? Um, shout out to all Simp Fan TV members. <laughs> um, Ari's in the chat causing chaos. Ari's causing havoc. He said he was very disappointed with um, Angel's <laughs> calling for Simp TV, but that he is, you know, he has been putting 43 minutes up a game, so he yeah. is entitled to load management. <laughs> Um, <laughs> out of control. Shout out to all the Cowboy fans. Boo. Hashtag Cowboys. I see you guys in here. I respect it. I appreciate you guys holding you me down. You slipped that one past me, Ash. I, and, I can mute um, your microphone. Yeah, just shout out to everyone rocking with us. All 17, almost 1,800 of you guys. CK, CK, who you want to shout out, bro? Uh, I was trying to get all the names, but shout out to all the uh, chat members that are in my pockets. Talking about, oh, CK got Amazon Prime money, but he can't afford his light bill. Like, chill, chill out, chill out. I was just making a reference to a great show, and y'all, y'all have to come after me like that. But yeah, also, CK Cruz, appreciate you guys. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say the same thing as she said, because I saw Ari. He was he was going in. He was very upset. He was not pleased. Ari's but... a menace. Uh, uh, Ari's a joker, man. Ari's Ari, a, Ari a joker in real like, life, oh, man. you were in Yako? That's the Vegas of Costa Rica. And then he's like, <laughs> all the girls from San Juan go to Yako to work on the weekend. Like, he's out of control. Like, 
<laughs> oh, he's back to full strength, baby. Back to he full is, strength, man. man. He is. He's enjoying his Friday. Yeah, you know he's enjoying this Friday. And also, yeah, I just want to mention, I did not see. And I'm probably gonna jinx it right now. Mm-hmm. No penguin emojis tonight, so I'm proud. Of I, I did. I saw a, a few. bunch yeah, of penguin I saw emojis. Did you? I saw some. Yeah. Well, yes. yeah. I didn't yeah. see them. Yeah. You started the penguin parade. I yeah, didn't man. start it. I that might was have Barrow. continued Barrow it. I didn't started start the, it. The, the penguin what parade. Happened? That was Barrow, man. So yeah, it continues definitely continues. Salute to Black King in here. Yeah, we got that. Joaquin Savidra <laughs> checking in from Montevideo, Uruguay. So we in South America heavy right now. We all over the map right now. All over the map. Bodega fitted. What's going on, Team Hashtag New? Yeah, welcome to everybody, man. All right, we're gonna go uh, a couple more calls and then um. Salute to X real quick. Let's go to uh, I gotta put my glasses on. Yes, let's go to Scrooge from Brooklyn. Scrooge, what's going on, bro? What's going on, man? How you doing, bro? What's going on, CP? Uh, Ashley, welcome back. CP, hey. what's going on, man? Thumbs up for the, for the crew. Thumbs up. Yes, sir. First thing, this is a good bounce back. Big. Gutley went to come back in. Mm-hmm. I thought it was over. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was over. He came back with a gut win. Cause I don't know. I'm glad Tibbs put in the, in the put in the bench early when he seen he started going down. Yeah. Not playing good. So I don't know what the hell was going on. Barrett was cold. Julius was cold. I don't know what was going on with the starters tonight. But the bench did great. Proud of that. I was about to say, are we tanking? Like I don't. I don't <laughs> Something is going. This is crazy. Game, another game about to lose again. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's over. We tanking. It must be the tank. The tank button was pushed. I, I, at first, I thought, but we did good. So I'm about to say, what's going on? So, yeah. um, okay, also, congrats on what you did to, to, to Max on the show. Appreciate it. He tried to. I like how you. I like how you shift it up on them and, you know, let them know that you're not, it's not it's not only Nick's content that you could talk I'm about. You, could, you first yeah. how you could push it, you could talk about anything. So that was good. That was big. But yeah, man. Know that, you know what I'm saying? So, appreciate it, bro. That, sure. Definitely yeah. appreciate that, Scrooge, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, I had to I had to flex on Kelvin, man. Let him know, man. We we multi versatile over here. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? Multi versatile over here. We're versatile over here, at Knicks fan TV. So uh, yeah, they try to hit you like you didn't like yeah. you did some crazy Knicks fans that yeah. know nothing about the Knicks, and then you just hit them with name yeah. after name, stat after stat. Yeah, you now nah, we league wide, man. We Ooh. league wide. That's right. Ooh. That's it, Ash. Just like that. Also, um, quick shout out to my dad in the chat. He says. Is it just me, or does it sound like MSG is 10,000 fans strong? We loud, Daddy. You know yeah. this. Definitely. Like, even though it's only 2,000, that's like, well, me and you went for that that uh, that Kings game. It was wow. definitely, yeah, it was definitely heavy in there. So, just uh, exciting fans, and, and hopefully, you know, more people come back as, as time passes. So, definitely. Yeah, hopefully they start opening up. I don't know what it's like in New York, but I know here – um, in Miami, they've opened up a bunch of the lower level yeah. sections. If you are fully vaccinated, um, you're mm. able to go ahead mm. and sit in those seats. So it's even more fans. I think now we're up to 3,500 in the AAA. Mm. So I would love to see. I know they're starting to open some sections um, at MSG if you're fully vaccinated. So hopefully we can get some more Knicks fans in there. But it's amazing to see what the difference is because like I said that weekend I had to work the Nets game the Nets Kings game and then mm-hmm. I got to go to the other one for fun the Knicks and Net, um, Knicks and Kings and the difference was insanity yeah. like everything you hear 
in the Barclays Center, FYI, is artificial noise. Including the Brooklyn Chains. They're not that hype. They're not that hype. There's no one there. They're not that hype for Blake Griffin Dunks. Believe me. There's nobody there. Believe me. People saying, go Brooklyn, go Brooklyn. Like, that's a speaker. Nobody's saying that. Track. Do not it's believe not the hype, people. people. Do not believe the hype. All right, we're gonna get to, to we're gonna get to Pow and then uh, and then talk X. How many likes we got right now, Ash? How are we looking right now? Almost a thousand. Almost a thousand. Okay. All right. So we're trying to get to sixteen hundred. How many people we got in the, in the chat right now? I don't have my dashboard open. Let me, let me it open looks like almost 1,700. 1,700. Let's hit that like button. Get those thumbs up going, and and we'll do our giveaway before the end of the night for sure. For sure. For sure. Let's uh let's hit that like button and let's get to West Coast pal. What's going on, bro? Pow. Salute, salute everybody. CK, Ash, CP, man. Um, bittersweet day today, you know. Yeah. Uh, I just wanna take a ref- I just wanna reflect on you know DMX and you know how I wanna thank him for the music that he's given to me over the years mm-hmm. and that he's motivated me. You know. There's been some dark times in my life, and he he's uplifted me, you know. And this team that we saw tonight has been exemplifying that. Um, we have been fighting no matter what. We're not a type of team that's gonna have pretty games, you know. We're not. We don't have that kind of talent. Yeah. But we're still gonna try to fight and and, and win, you know. And we saw that today in in, in RJ and, and and OB. And you know, what did you guys see about OB today? Like especially about his recent games. I feel like. He's been starting to take ownership of his role on the team and his minutes. I feel like he's been utilizing his ability to rebound, especially this game. He's saved us a bunch of times with his offensive rebounding, especially the, there was like a few brick free throws that he caught. Mm-hmm. You know, so I talk. I just want to talk to you guys about that, man, and give us give us some thoughts yeah. about Obi and all that. But yeah, and also I just want to give props to everybody here. Um, salute to every single um, fan that's watching right now. We've been here since like the Hornacek era. Uh, and you guys have stuck, stuck strong with us. The community has grown so much. I want to thank you guys for um, just, you know, staying here and, and staying and helping the show grow and, you know, uniting the Knicks community. We have fans of all across the world. All around the world, bro. Teams, Europe, Canada. And this is a way – I mean, I'm I'm in Cali right now, and, you know, I'm, every time I watch the show, I, I don't I don't feel homesick anymore. So I really appreciate you all for that, man. So, appreciate yeah, it, man. Have a good night. Thanks. Definitely appreciate it, man. Definitely appreciate it. And um, <clears throat> on the OB on the OB point, you know, CK, you were, we, as we were talking about the point guard rotation and and the impact of taking Rose out of that second unit, is that you lose your pace, mm-hmm. you know. And, and one of the things that is a trait of the second unit is they push the tempo. And right on cue with the highlights, I, I just showed a, a D Rose threading the needle to OB in yeah. transition. You know, D Rose gets us out in transition better than anybody on this team, and that lifts Obi's game up. That's what we need. He needs to get out and run. How many times have we seen the first half of the season Obi leaking out and nobody finding him? Especially nobody. Burks, especially Rivers, IQ. Nobody finding this kid when when he's trying to get out into the break and throw it down. And as soon as D Rose came in, all of that changed. All of that changed. And over the time, <clears throat> I think Obi's gone from you know, just facilitating and kind of just finding his way. I think he's getting more confident now. 8.6 rebounds tonight. Two free throw attempts. That's one thing I, I say is that even though the circumstances aren't perfect for him, 
he still should be able to put the ball on the floor against certain guys and at least draw contact. At least. So tonight he got two more free throw attempts. So you're seeing, you know, incremental improvements by him as the games go on and he's getting a little bit more comfortable. So that's certainly a positive. Growth. We're seeing growth from our rookie. We're seeing growth. So, I, yeah, everything you said, um, like I said, I'm just looking for him to com- to consistently improve with the minutes he's given because just like Alfred P- Payton, I feel like his minutes have been guaranteed that he's going to get around that 10-minute mark for sure. Mm-hmm. So I, it's what do you do with those 10 minutes? And like you mentioned, of course, with the add-on from, you know, Derrick Rose and the pace in that second unit, what he's been doing is he's been making himself more available and he's being more aggressive with those minutes and it's been consistent with that. So I just love seeing it. Um, one thing I was looking at is definitely the free throws because I feel like that's something he could get. He can be, he, he's great around the rim. So I feel like that's something that down the line, maybe not this year, but down the line we'll be seeing him yeah. uh, do a lot more of getting to the rim and getting some calls. But I mean, that's not guaranteed because our boy RJ Barrett having a hard time getting calls himself yeah. and he'd be in there for sure. But yeah, just the constant improvement and doing something with his time and improving. That's that's all I'm looking for from Obi Toppin. Uh, he's doing Big a great facts. job with it. Big I facts. agree. I feel like with Obi, you just got to take it as it comes. Um, right. Just think, again, you know, we've spoken on this a bunch of times. The way that this season kind of happened was just an anomaly, and it definitely hindered his development. It hindered, um, you know, him being able to kind of get into the swing of what it's like to play in the NBA. And it was unfortunate, but I think, you know, as the season has progressed, you're starting to see signs of life, and, you know, like we said, that's all you can ask for from Obi because it looked a little rough for a lot of the first part of the season, and you were questioning whether or not it was ever going to happen. But I think, you know, he's starting to feel more comfortable. I think the pace is starting to adhere more to his um, strengths as a player. And I think also, you know, you underestimate, even as a rookie, the closer you get to playoffs, the more hungry you get for it, right? You can mm-hmm. taste it, you can smell it, and you want it, and you want it bad. And I think that OB is is getting a whiff of that. I think all the guys on the court or on the on the team are getting a whiff of that, and they all want to be in the playoffs. And that's why you see them out there, and they fight the way that they do. And I think OB just wants to be a contributing factor to that. So yeah. that's all you can ask for. Definitely. And, oh, um. Shout out to Brad Johnson from Australia. He wants me to say good day. Okay, hold on. Oh, God. Oh, hold here on. we go. Oh, oh, Give me a second. Okay. Oh, no. Good day, Brad. Oh, <laughs> Is that good? Here we go with the Mary Poppins act. Mary Poppins. Good day, good day, man. That wasn't good me. Good day. <laughs> Whatever. Here we go. Um, and everybody, good day. What am I doing that again? Um, and everybody asking what jersey I have on. I have on oak today. Um, so yeah. All right, all right. You know, my accent. <laughs> I just love the commitment. That's all. That's all we can ask for. I love it. I love it. So, salute to everybody in the chat, man. Everybody in Australia, New Zealand, all our family out there. Salute to you guys. Cheers. Well, it's probably about three in the afternoon out there. So, oh, oh, tough crowd. This is this is worse than Ayo. Showtime at the Apollo. This is worse than Showtime at the Apollo. Everybody, throw your cities in the chat. Where are you checking in from? We just heard from our Australian contingent that Ashley's trying to salute terribly. But, uh, yeah, 30 cities That's in the chat. Australia, and he gave me a 7 <laughs> out of 10, so everybody else can shut hey, up. Hey, there you go. Yeah. 
Yeah, 30 cities in the chat. Let us know where you're checking in from. Um, X, Chuck, Chuck's going to call in and, and uh, pay tribute to DMX. But real quick, you know, just, just go around and, and um, you know, what, what did X mean to you guys? We, we lost a true legend of our culture, true legend of our time. Unfortunate, you know, very unfortunate from when the news came down last week. And, uh, yeah, DMX, 50 years old, has, uh, has left us. Um, Ash, I'll go with you. What, what were your thoughts? Um, it was definitely heartbreaking. You know, you always hold out hope when you hear that somebody is in the hospital and not doing well. Yeah. Um, that they'll pull through. And that's why it's so important to not tweet and not retweet things that aren't confirmed. Yeah, there was fake news going around yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was kind of wacky. Yeah. And I believe in energy. I believe that what you put out into the universe, you know, somehow, some way will come back. And I just don't like putting out that someone's passed before they have actually passed because I just think that it, it hurts the family and it hurts, you know, whatever universal pull that you believe in. It, it just throws unnecessary just darkness out there. But X, man, he – um, and then and then there was X was one of the albums – my dad had it in his has it in his collection. And I remember sneaking it out of this like shoebox that he kept his CDs mm-hmm. in. And after track two, I was hooked. I mean, it was the voice, it was the lyrics. And I'm old school in the sense that um, when I listen to rap music, it's one of the reasons I've never really connected with a lot of rappers from modern times. I love listening right. to music that makes me feel, that makes me think, that speaks to. Yeah you know, what I'm going through, and there was always an X song, whether, you know, I was feeling gully, or I was feeling sad, or I was going through something, and I needed, you know, just, you know, that godly flow that he had, that godly connection that he had, he was such a man of faith, even in, you know, his his music that was so, like, rough rider, it was just, there was always a touch of God in there, and it just spoke to my soul, and he was always, and he will forever be one of the top ten on my list. Um, he just put on for the culture of New York. And not only that, but he's a pioneer in hip-hop. But going back to New York, he was special to us. And, you know, we grew up on him. I grew up on him, and a lot of us did. And he will be greatly, greatly missed. And there will never be another. So rest in peace, X. We'll miss you. And I hope that you and Aaliyah are going to have a good time up there. For sure, for sure. Uh, CK, what about you, man? Yeah, man, uh, I got to be real. I jumped on the X uh, bandwagon real late. My brother, I got to give him all you know, credit to him. He, he was having a rough time today. He was a huge, mm. huge X fan, and he's mm. the one that got me into him because, uh, like, like, like Ash said, it's just the element to more than just, you know, the energy that he came out with with his music. I, that's mm-hmm. the thing that got to me first and foremost with him. I was like, this dude is somebody just 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 gully with it, just crazy with it, just coming out, you know, making you feel type of way. You're always ready to hoop. We, we used to run his music all the time when we would go on hoop. But then when you understood the dude, and I think that's when I became more of a fan um, throughout the year, especially when I got older and understanding him more. It's, it's, you know, like, like Ash said, like the dude was a really spiritual guy, and he was really a positive guy, a, a really bright light for a lot of people. I, I, you know, one of the, the, the things that always come to my mind is like, right when the whole, you know, shutdown was going on with uh, COVID and stuff like that, you know, you were hearing the words from him, the little videos that were coming up from him. And, you know, it's just for people who don't really understand that part of DMX, like it it was surprising, but it really wasn't if you knew who he was. And, um, you know, for us to fast forward to him passing uh, today and seeing all those false reports because people want to be first, these kind of things. Yeah. It's just, it was really sad. It was really sad. And, um, 
I just want to shout out uh, one of my <laughs> one of my favorite songs by him that I feel like was not one of his bigger hits, but one of my favorite songs by him was definitely "Lord Give Me a Sign." I know that's it's not. My, that's my favorite. Oh, word! I feel like whenever I say that, people be like, "Oh yes, yeah, TK. Oh cool. That's yeah, I mean, it ain't rough, right? Yes. Yeah. Fun fact: I used to actually recite. So I pray before I go to bed every night, and when mm-hmm. I was younger. When that song was like in its heyday, I used to actually recite a verse so, from yeah. that song as my nightly prayer because I felt such a connection to it. And if you look, it was real, verse, man. And like, if you look to the very end where he's starting to go into a sermon, it just hits yeah. your soul yeah. like yeah. it's people, real, bro. Yeah, no one could deliver a sermon like X, man. Yeah. That, he was different. Yeah, he snapped on that one. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, tough news. Tough, I, it just, man. it just really, it, yesterday really, really made me feel a type of way. I, I don't like that kind of stuff. I mean, I remember, I just, I don't like that. I don't, celebrity, human, I don't, I don't like that people feel the need to turn someone's life. You know, uh, the family has to see this. They're going to yeah. be seeing it yeah. enough. You know, I, I don't know. It just made me feel a type of way yesterday. But yeah, we definitely lost whack, a, a, a big one today uh rest in power um can't wait to hear what chuck's gonna have to say here in a little yeah, bit de- yeah, definitely and, and chuck d's gonna call in shortly um i would say for me you know similar to what i said last week you know dmx was really that was really you know in my prime of of just coming into music and in, into my own and and into the culture you know different generations will consider different eras of hip-hop the golden age but for me it was really around that like nine seven nine eight it was life after death it was it was hove in my lifetime you know reasonable doubt in my lifetime wu-tang forever but then it was, it was dmx you know dmx's debut album was phenomenal you know x came in and blew him away and that was when def jam was just killing it you know everything they dropped was was just a hit but you know when x came onto the scene every one of his tracks it just seemed like was a soundtrack to a different memory in your life you know whether it was again like going out partying or going to a basketball game football game or or when tyson came out and fought francois botha or you know just different different type of things that you remember from your childhood there's a there's a song by dmx that goes with it you know what i mean and and again it wasn't just just you know the hype music X had bars, man. He was a master storyteller. You know, I was talking to Chuck early, and he'll tell you, I mean, X was, was a powerful MC in terms of moving the crowd. You know, it wasn't just bars. Like, X was a performer. And remember, that, remember that video of him in South Africa at, I believe it was um, Woodstock? Woodstock, Woodstock. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. They were, they were, there was mosh pits <laughs> Crazy. in South Africa. Crazy. Like, everybody knew every line. Everybody knew every, every line. line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that was that. And then, you know, if it talk about acting, you know, in Belly. Belly. Belly, cult classic. You know, him, him and my guy Ox from, from Shotters and, you know, X, X was just a talented dude. And it was through X that, you know, I, I came to know the Locks, which was, which was my favorite hip-hop group of all time. Um, So just that whole Rough Rider crew and, and who he came up with. You know, Dame Dash told some great stories about X and, and Jay-Z coming up in time. But just overall, you know, just tough to lose them. And, you know, I don't like demonizing people who go down to, to drug overdoses, for one, because I, I've lost people, right. you know, that I've come up with to those things. And it doesn't mean that they're a bad person by any means. You know, they've succumbed to something very real and something that I'm fortunate to have, you know, been able to rise above. But some people can't. And some people won't, and and X was just one of them. But I've known people that have, have struggled with that. You know, some not alive and some are. So definitely don't want to demonize those type of people. But you you got to see that as Ash said. You know, he was still a very spiritual person. You know, very much connected in his faith. And so, 
uh, just just untimely. But at the same time, I'm happy that we gave him his flowers while he was still here. You know, two big pieces of cultural content, especially during this pandemic, was versus. You know, the Snoop versus DMX versus was, was major. You saw his reactions and him and Snoop was going back and forth. And you could tell he was genuinely, you know, um, happy to be there, to be performing again and, and just getting those those flowers. And then the Drink Champs, you know, Noreen Drink Champs had him on just a few yeah. weeks ago uh, where, where he said, you know, listen, if, if I'm going today, I lived a good life. And so knowing that, you, you know, you, you're at peace with it, but still sad and, and you, you wish for the best for his family and those that were closest to him for sure. Yeah. And if, you know, if anybody in the chat is going through or has someone in their family who's going through or dealing with addiction, it is nothing to be ashamed of. It is nothing to try to hide from, yeah. you know, seek help because life, you know, it has a lot of ups and downs, but 50 is way too young to die. Mm -hmm. And there will be a lot of people, whether you are, you know, a rap superstar, just a, you know, regular guy working a nine to five, there will be people who miss you and you don't have to succumb to your addictions. You are stronger than that. And, you know, there is redemption waiting for all of us. And I am heartbroken that we had to lose yeah. X to something so senseless True. as addiction. And it's a real disease. Yep. And I just hope that we do better at not villainizing and demonizing people who are dealing with it. And that, um, you know, that we can go ahead and, and change that narrative especially in the black community because we've lost too many legends to just unnecessary things that we didn't have to true lose story, them to. True story. again you will be miss x won't be another one that's for sure and joining us right now you guys have been in the mosh pit with him every game he never misses a show <laughs> always yeah. in there before the games start but Chuck D, make no mistake, is a legend among us. That's why I always represent. We always throw the P.E. in the chat to make sure that we give him his flowers while he's here. We got the rhyme animal Chuck D on the line with us right now. Chuck, how you doing, man? Yo, man, I was just in the fan seats. That's all. You know, you guys are the superstars, you know. Big up. CK, welcome back, Ash. Big up to Ash's. Pops, because this these type of games ain't good for us. <laughs> OGs, like 60 years old, 55, man, yo, we can't be doing this. Cardiac mix, Chuck. Cardiac <laughs> mix, you know man. Saying? I only put so much room in the cardiac area, man. Facts. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, and I, and I breathed through all the all the slander tonight. It was it was heavy slander going into the fourth quarter tonight. Slander yeah. in the slander in the mosh pit. <laughs> but the energy, but the energy of Dark Man X kind of seemed like it seeped through the garden and into the Knicks, and it was kind of maybe ordained. I, I, I'm not going to give the J Boogie gospel because mm -hmm. only he can. But uh, tonight it was uh, it was one of those days. It's one one of these weeks, man. And uh, I'm hearing everybody's eulogies. These will happen. These will happen for the next two or three weeks. Um, you know, I mean, hey, listen, you talk about a dude, man, 50. I usually celebrate when, when especially black men get to 50. I call it the 50-yard line, mm -hmm. and there's a way to go. But that man, had a, he, he lived 75 years in the 50s. So, and here, here's the thing about it. Whatever he had in him, he gave it, and we have that because he got it out of him. Mm -hmm. and, and it wasn't seemed like it wasn't even enough arts for him to get out. He excelled in everything he touched. He has excelled in 
film. He excelled in the music. And earlier, me and UCP talked about how that man torched that stage like few others. Uh, his first big tour, with, uh, also Jay-Z's big, first big mm-hmm. tour in 98, Hard Knock, uh, 99, the Hard Knock Life Tour. I visited him for a couple of days. You know, DMX is going to come up after, you know, uh, Red Man and Method Man, who's also going to set the precedent, <laughs> ripping it up. And so Jake put a package together, man, which was a, a traveling rhyme circus that was outstanding. It also brought touring back for the particular time in arenas and stadiums. And um, and they were, they were honing their chops. But DMX, I remember, came out, man, and I was telling you earlier, see, <laughs> he like, forget platinum or, or silver chain, whatever the chain at the time. Dude came out in what I thought was a bike chain. <laughs> came out in a bike chain around his neck. No shirt and a bucket of water. Not a water bottle. A bucket of water. And maybe I'm hallucinating, but he commits to, to tear that stage up so much that they had to call the fire department, man. And, it, and, and steel sharpened steel, man. And that's how Jay became, I, you know, I swearly believe that after that tour, Jay knew what it was to take the road to superstardom. Because let me tell you, man, DMX carnivorous, man. And I and understand this: when you had Jay and DMX come in to the Def Jam scene, we had a crazy year, in 1997, where yeah. Pac and Biggie got killed. Yeah, yeah. And Def Jam saw the wherewithal to replace these two iconic figures with the same sentiment. I mean, Biggie. All right. Jay comes in, replaces that Brooklyn vibe. Not the same thing, but a similar vibe that people purely missed mm-hmm. before they even got Biggie a lot. Jay came in. Pac is a hard dude to come in and fill his shoes because Pac had some tenure. And X, Dark Man X comes in with not just one album, but two albums in one year. And that was considered, like, impossible. So, Jeff Jam, and, and, and we left in 1998 and moved on to other pastors, public enemy. I was pretty much saying, well, listen, you guys got to feel, it's great to have this melodic stuff, club stuff, popping bottle stuff, but who is going to come with that bite? Who's going to bring that noise? Who's going to come with that ugliness? Mm. And sure enough, man, when I saw him that night, I said, Jeff Jam going to be all right because they got this dude. DMX, who was taking no prisoners, and making no mistakes, DMX was also a vet. He started out kind of making records around 91, 92. Mm-hmm. He was with the Rough House family, with Hill and, and, and cats like that, and, um, and the food even. But, you know, he went through a couple of deals and found his niche with Def Jam. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the thing about it, it's like, uh, he comes out of the idiom of knowing that there's a big L over here, knowing that there's a Nas over yeah. here. Found that void, nailed the void, and took it to another level, spiritual, highly spiritual. Hit the stage. We'll talk about uh, MC Hat. You, you can't just say, I got studio records. The dude would come out and be better than his records. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest achievement for any MC or rapper or any performer whether it's Dion Warwick or Leo or whoever, you have to bust your records in that past. And that's what DMX, DMX made those great records even seem pale in comparison. Because if you saw those records, and if you saw those records in the right type of crowd, it is going down. Protect the scoreboard. 
you know, move everybody under the exercise because the roof, the roof is about to come down. And this is why, and, and this is why uh, is like, for example, uh, Public Enemy, the first group that a boxer came out, the champion came out. Mike Tyson came out on Welcome to the Terror Dome. He mm. took no other record until way later on in the game. Mm. But he came out on Welcome to the Terror Dome. Later on, Mike Tyson comes out on DMX. Yeah, yeah there's Red Man in there, there's KRS in there. But let me tell you, Mike was coming out on something that he figured that was something that's going to match his bite. Box is going to come out on something that's going to be ferocious. I don't know what Floyd and them come out on today. I don't know what NBA players warm up in the locker room with today. But back then, you had to come out with a snarl and ugliness. And that's why the Knicks chose DMX yeah. to get that pumped yeah. up. 999 Knicks. How you going to come out with chords and melodic schemes and yeah. synthesizers <laughs> and auto-tune? Nah. <laughs> yeah. You coming out with slap head banging. And DMX was more than music. He was, you know, he got it all out of him, out of himself. He made it all work. And um, he made it work worldwide. He took it to the stage, took no prisoners. He spit hard as hell. He was spiritual. He'll reach in the crowd. And there's one thing, the goal of when you on that stage, the one goal is to reach in that crowd and grab their soul. And that's what mm. he did all the way, all the way up to like two weeks ago. Mm. And I got to give credit to that capture. Yes, I'm bent out of shape. No, I'm not sad. I, I get angry when I hear things like this. Mm. You know, pray for my anger. But at the same time, you know, I'm like Jay said it best. You know, don't hate the player, hate the game. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't look at anybody that shines up the drug industry. Mm-hmm. I don't look at anybody that shines up gangs or or the criminal criminal element. We know that's a reality, but when you shine it up and try to make it glamorous, that's another thing. And he didn't make it. He didn't shine it up. He said, "Yo, man, this is, you know, dark and and hell is hot, man. Yeah, it's very transparent, and, and, and it's and it's ugly." You know what I'm saying? It's ugly, and it's not the way to go. And he scared a lot of people from going there in those directions, too. Mm. He scared cats. It's like, yo, man, I don't want to go where he's at, and he's telling us not to come here. So you got to give that credit. So when the, when trash papers like the Post comes out, and out of all the things to say, the New York Post is going to talk about the, the cribs that yeah, he lost. Yeah, the pouches that he lost. That was that was wild. WTF, yeah. man, for yeah. real? So, uh, but we know that's out there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Know the game already, man. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, it, you know, and, and I told you earlier, um, see, well, I, I'm a little bent up, especially, you know, because, you know, I think somewhere in my voicemails, which I don't check since my father passed some years ago, hmm. you know, there might be, you know, D left a message for, for me to get involved on his last record. Somehow it got lost in the translation. So I'm bent up about hmm. that. I'm not going to check them because there's like 18,000 voicemails in there. Yeah. But that was my reason. So, you know, I mean, you know, you could be bent up about a lost opportunity where where it was just about being, you know, be, I'm like the uncle to these cats, man. Yeah. So when they call me, I'm there, man. And when I when I miss the call, um, you know, I'm a little bent. So that's it. A lot, a lot of people don't know that, you know, all the artists that you really took under your wing, Chuck, you know, including Tupac, including DMX. So. Um, that, yeah. uh, that was major, man. Very, very unfortunate. You know, old folks. Yeah. Ice Cube as Ice well. Cube, Ice Cube as well. Ice Cube, yeah, big time. Queen, yeah. La- Queen Latifah. My thing is like, don't keep them in a, in a cage. 
you know, give them wings and let them fly as high as they can, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, and don't even, you don't do things like seek credit. This is what you're supposed to do. They come through. It's just like in ball, man. They come through, you coach them, you let them go. You let them do their thing, man. And and and, and then you take to the fan seats. I'm in the fan seats, and I love it. That's why I love why what you guys are doing, what all the other Nick blogs are doing, and, and, and seriously, that, that, that the media has to take note. Um, Max is taking note of UCP, knowing that you just can't just throw garbage out there and expect us, us to catch it. Nick Nation is strong. Big up to everybody out there, you know, everybody out there that I go in. And I'm always in the pits. So I don't want to just hog up any time, man. Uh, you catch me in the chats, man. And and I watch y'all on the tube, and it's nothing better on TV. You know, forget, <laughs> yo, I know we're talking playoffs. I know we're talking play-ins, but this is play now. This is yeah. now. Every game's a playoff, yeah. man. That's facts, And there's nothing better, man. I'm a Nick fan since 1967. 67, I was seven. So when the cat comes and says, well, what did you know at seven? I said, seven, I took in a lot. I, I, all right, later on, I called Dave the Butcher, Dave the Butcher. The butcher. But, I, but you know what I'm saying? I used to think Willis Reed's name was Rebound Reed, you know? And, you know, but, and I remember Clyde coming in and not having it together and all of a sudden becoming a superstar through a trade. Mm-hmm. I go back like eight tracks, cardiac and Similac, yo. Know? I'm, I'm just saying, this is, this is, this is good. I'm enjoying every single moment of it. Yes, it's killing me, but it, that's, that's the nature of being a real fan, man. You just don't jump around, man. I'm not of the generation where we jump around just because there's a popularity contest. You can't purchase the soul yeah. of a champion. That's the it. champions that buy their the champ, the teams that buy their championships, that champagne tastes like club soda, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's why I say club soda. It's club soda, man. It ain't champagne. When we get one, you know, I don't yeah. drink I don't drink, but you can name the five top drinks and that's what it's gonna taste like. Yeah. The Nets win, it's like, if the Nets win, man, it's like, it's going to taste like club soda or muscatel. <laughs> what's, the, what's the thing on, on, on Sanford and Son, man? Ripple or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that it's, it's a fact, a, It's That's a, a fact, special, yeah. special time, a special occasion. And I think that that Dark Man X soul was in the perimeter of the New York City metropolitan area. And that rubbed off on our knickerbockers. How about that? Absolutely, right. man. When they came back and fought, New York Grit was on display. Chuck, 133 to 129 in overtime. Chuck, thanks so much, man. Always, always appreciate the, the wisdom, the guidance, and, and uh, all, all your stories, man. I appreciate hey, hey, it. Hey, hey, I'm going to be in the pit swashbuckling the slander, man. <laughs> you, you and Ari, man. You, you go back and <laughs> squabble it up with Ari yo, in the chat, yo, man. Yo, my... I got you, yo, yo, Mateen, Mateen was there, and he was riding in the, going in the fourth quarter, Mateen was killing us. Yo, Mateen, yo, I don't want to count out, I don't want to call out 12 people out there, but, you know, I'm going to be down there swashbuckling the mosh, so I catch y'all, love to everybody, Nick Nation, that's how, that's how you got to do in New York, you got to tough it up, be tough, you know, rock that jaw, and let's just keep playing, this is the playoffs, y'all, that's let's it. keep having the ball and go at it, and you know, and not get up so much when we lost. But this has been a tough week, yo. Yeah. This has been a 
two-week time where, yo, man, really, man? Yo, yo, Ashley, tell your pops, me and your pops can't take too much more. Than these <laughs> can't take too much more, man. Can't take too All much right. more, man. Thanks All again, right, Chuck. Have, have a good All weekend, right. man. Good to hear from you. Man. All right, now. Peace, yo. All right. That was Chuck D. Yes, Dust Taker. Dust Taker in the chat. Said, is that the real Chuck D from Public Enemy? Yes, that is the real Chuck D from Public Enemy. Number one fan of the show. Always, He's always in the chat, chatting with the people, man. We call the chat the Mosh Pit. Chuck is in here before the show starts. He's in here during the game chatting it up with, our, with the pregame crew. We got a pregame crew in here that's always in here early, you know, talking it up. So, uh, as we say, man, always appreciate Chuck supporting us. And uh, and being a champion of the movement and and always paying you know great tributes to, to the greats that we lost you know Chuck Chuck's first show on Knicks Fan TV was when Kobe passed um, and, wow. and came in and, and gave us a great tribute on, on Kobe uh, yeah, as they nice. did meet and and told some great stories on on, on Kobe and and obviously DMX you know label meet yeah. and and just knowing DMX through the game so definitely appreciate uh, Chuck D sharing some some great words great words man. Absolutely. So to everybody in the chat once again, throw some fives in the chat. You know that that was definitely a five star call. Let's definitely throw some fives in the chat. And um how many how many likes did we get to tonight? We got We're at one point one, but 1. I feel 1. generous. You feeling generous, Ash? All right. Uh Dave, so we won an overtime. We're celebrating X. Alright, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Dave, cool. have you um did you throw a form in the chat as yet? Well let me know that. And in the meantime, I'm gonna go to Bryce from New York. Uh to talk more on the game. Bryce, how you doing, bro? Yo, what's up? How you doing, bro? So, uh all right. I'm doing all right. Uh what's up, CP? What's up, CK? And the and CK and the crew. And what's up, Ash? But basically, bro, it's like I don't wanna like I love Obi, bro, but like it's right now it's just seeming like he just got shoulders and no arms, bro. Cause I remember I was watching one of the past games and he struggled to back down the shooting guard. Like, he, like I think he was struggling to back down the shooting guard. I just yeah. think he just needed to hit the gym and this next off, not, like, on some Giannis stuff. Because Giannis, you know, was seeing these guys, these guys wait up, he started going crazy. So, I think I think he could do the same thing. And and then I just want to say, Anthony Edwards, where you at? Um, R.J. Barrett heard this talk. He yeah. heard you talking. And now he, he put up. He put up exactly what he said he was going to do. He was like, nah, I mean, not even worried about that. I can't wait to face the Timberwolves again. Next year. Or Next year. Watch him up. Lock him down. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you know where to pay attention. That's all. That's all I got to say. Absolutely, man. Appreciate the call, bro. Yeah. Definitely appreciate it, Bryce. Yeah. RP DMX. Oh, he did say RP DMX. We, we, we got you, bro. Thank you, man. First. Obi's a penguin. Now he has <laughs> shoulders and no arms. Like, what are you doing? What is he, Mr. Potato Head? What are y'all doing to him? Like, what Yo, is wrong with you guys? Y'all gotta Obi. leave Obi alone. Stop trying to turn he, him listen, into Mr. He's still Potato. Playing, he's still playing well. He's still, he's still playing better. He's not gonna be a post presence, at least for right now. It doesn't not seem right like now. It. We don't know. Right? Yeah, he certainly wasn't that way in college. So, no. not sure if that's gonna translate very well at the pros, but there's still other, you know, other aspects of his game that, that where he can make an impact. And I, I think we're starting to do that. Okay. So the form is in the chat. So make sure you guys fill that out because we're going to get to it very fast and do the giveaway. So make sure you guys are filling that out. Um, TM, somebody also in the chat, I think Brian in the chat had asked for the discord link. 
So make sure you guys are joining the Discord chat. I think we've reached about 500 strong there. And the Discord group, that's like a 24-7 Knicks conversation. But we got side channels as well, talking gaming, movies, betting, you know, anything that you're interested in. There's a side channel on, on the Discord group. So definitely make sure you guys are joining that. And that's also a way to stay on top of all of our content as well so that you don't miss it. So definitely appreciate it. Look what you did, Ashley. Now they're putting I know you just thought you did that. You did that. <laughs> Ain't nobody said, Mr. Potato, you came in and brought that, and they're running with it now. You Biggie did that. Shoulders, no, some biggie shoulders, no, no oh arms, or no God, shoulders, man. arms. And now they're calling him Obi Potato Head, and they're putting the potato my man, my man gets no love. No love for the people, man. No potatoes coming from me. Let me read while while the while the people are filling out the form. Let me get um, some of the super chats that we missed because we did get a, a couple super chats in here. First off, salute to oh oh sends a fifty dollars super chat. He says I was at the game tonight. MSG was upside down. R.J. Barrett is an ice cold assassin. Obi needs more plays made for him. Such a spark. Nearly fell off the balcony with that putback. <laughs> Release Peyton the shadow to the shadow realm. Rest easy X. Love ya. Hashtag Knicks tape salute to O. Definitely appreciate that love. O sends us fifty dollars super chat. Definitely shout out to O, man. Definitely shout out to O. Much appreciated. All right, let's read some more. And to the people, like I said, to the people that, that send the Super Chats, we try to read them as they come, but a lot come in. You know, that's a gift and the curse of the show. A lot come in, but we just got to kind of space it out how we read them so that we also maintain some flow to the show. So uh, apologies if we didn't get to yours, but we are going to get to all of them before the end of the show. So shout out to – let me pull the Super Chats up. Shout Stop to- putting the potatoes in the chat. <laughs> they're That's calling the, they're calling them the Ida Obi potato. Man. Oh, slanders, no. slanders <laughs> in the chat, man. Mm. Out of control. Slanders. <laughs> Not the Ida Obi potato. <laughs> Aww, salute, Obi. salute to uh, to old dog. We got we got like 15 minutes. I gotta run this before because we won't be able to run the replay if we get over two hours. So we gotta run this. Uh, so to O Dog, he says Chuck D the first 10 star call. Paul Robinson appreciated. Says Katie left the Warriors because the champagne tastes like club soda. Ayo Pal says you can't purchase the soul of a champion. Hashtag Chuck D. Maxwell Walter says Yo Chuck D speaking on X with the Mets cap sitting on the screen buying that same hat as we speak. Shout out to y'all for keeping this real. Hashtag free Kev. Hashtag free Bench Payton. Hashtag Broadway Barrett. Pow again says classic movies to watch. Romeo Must Die. That was a yo. That was a that was a sleeper. Cradle yeah. to the Grave. How about Exit Wounds? I didn't see Exit Wounds. Yeah, Exit yeah. Wounds was a good one. You had Belly. Of course, Belly. Yeah. Um, DMX made me think I can I can run up a wall, do backflips with my butters on. <laughs> Shout out, <to laughs> hey, yo, pal. Oh, appreciate it. Um, Chubby Don says CK crew, we out here. Hashtag Queens get the money. Angel Ooh. Barrio says can't pay Ari any bond in this same guy that still wants to tank and trade our best players. And to you guys, what's your favorite DMX song? And give me the hat. I'll give you all the likes. <laughs> <laughs> favorite X track, man. It's a lot. Uh, the, yo, the intro track to his Dark and Hell is Hot is st- still my joint, man. The, the intro track to uh, Flesh of Flesh of My Flesh. 
Um, um, the stories of Damien was my joints. Slipping. Yeah. You know, stop, stop being greedy. Uh, get at me, dog. I mean, I can keep going on and on. Get at me, dog. With Sheik, with Sheik on the chorus, like, I can go on and on, man. I got a ton, man. But definitely the intro track. I think the intro track might might be my favorite. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Mine's probably Lord, give me a sign. What's my name? X gonna give it to you. Yeah, yeah. Rough Riders anthem. Rough Riders anthem. George, I'm gonna say, cannot leave our rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His sure. verse on four, three, two, one. Slippin' is a great one. Yeah, slippin', slippin's was, was really good. Slippin's oh, really man. Good. And back home in one piece, the collab with Aaliyah is definitely in yeah, my top yeah, five yeah, yeah. DMX songs. That's a slip song too. He did a lot of good joints. He did a lot of good joints yeah. for the ladies, man. X X was definitely in in his ladies bag for sure. He had a lot of good ones, man. He has something for everybody, man. Yeah, something for everybody. Yeah, every too team, many man. to name, like CFA sure. in the chat said. Uh, Ad J says Exit Wounds was a classic. Yeah, man, you know, there was some good ones. There was some def- definitely some good ones. Uh, which one was the, was the one with Jet Li? Was it was it Cradle to the Grave or Exit Wounds and and Aaliyah? Which one was that? Romeo must die. Romeo must die. Romeo must die. Yeah, yes, I was gonna yes, say yes, I was like, no, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was way off. I was way off. It was Romeo must die. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, John Michael Prego says shout out Ash C P C K salute to y'all. Best W of the season. Tip Fan TV. Ruthless Ashley's pops is in the room. Dylan Brooks out here looking like Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Dylan, Dylan Alex says, uh, since Ash trying to slide some Cowboys nonsense, last time y'all won a Super Bowl, last year's draft prospects weren't even born. Enjoy Kenny G twice a year, a.k.a. Kenny Galladay. Somebody in the chat also said to uh, to Delo's comment, he said, drown, Eagles, drown. (laughs) I I like that. I like that. And we're back. Yeah. My guy Hoodies Vintage says, RJ Clutch quickly hitting a bounce back. Obi making progress. Great win at the Garden was rocking. Just sit number six with Theo, and we are war ready. <laughs> Hashtag free Frank and Knox still. Yeah, man. I, I th- is there opportunity to get Knox in there? Is there an opportunity? Let's see. We'll see. Uh, Jason Jameson says D Rose was playing over 30 minutes a night when he started. Knicks went three and zero. Then COVID hit. He can play the minutes. Wind and rhythm is coming. He's a dog. Paul Robinson says, it's not about the minutes, it's about the lineups. Peyton can play heavy minutes off the bench. He just doesn't fit with the starters more than IQ. Yeah, but uh, CK says, I don't want to see him coming off the bench either. Uh, Dylan Alex says, Alex Caruso's ball spot makes him aerodynamic. I think he's talking about the manscape spot, but I'm going to leave that there and say pause. Uh, UK John Wall says, not only a Knicks fan, in, not the only Knicks fan in Louisville, RJ has arrived. So we got two Knicks fans. Ooh, two of them. Yeah, this guy's name is UK John WA11. No doubt. Mr. Durante says, we won because I'm always at work during the game. Hashtag, that's not me on the account. Uh, what else we got? Uh, I read Zachary's, Ty Thomas, I read, Steven, I read. Angel, I read. Gotta Where did be... all our likes go? Um, yeah, I, I noticed that too. I don't know, man. This thing has been kind of glitching out. I'm not sure. Um, gotta be legend. It's from it's from Costa Rica. Ash. He says this is for the pura vida, my pura vida. He says Costa. He says a Costa Rican cologne. Thousand Costa Rican colognes. Appreciate you, bro. I read Tom. I read Dal Sim. Appreciate Dal Sim. He's a frontline COVID worker, so. Um, appreciate you and all wow. your work, definitely. Yeah. I don't think I said that earlier, so definitely appreciate that. 
Um, okay. All right. Um, gotcha. Open says, let's keep seeing those elf minutes dwindle. Smash those thumbs up. Emil Beaumont sources, I turned the game off six minutes with six minutes to go. Six down with a minute to go. I can't believe we won. Gotta go watch the replay of the fourth and OT. Let's go. Ted Scoops, appreciate it. Rare Edition says, great W. Knicks finally beat a team over 500 since February. Every game down this stretch counts. Grown Simmons says, welcome back, Ashley. I've been real critical of Obi, but lately he's been pretty solid. Gotta give him props. You said who? Uh, Grown Simba. Uh, no, no, that, that's young Simba. That's young Simba. That's young Simba. Yeah, that's young Simba. But yeah, appreciate growing Simba anyway. Cynthia Wolf says, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, right." I was gonna say, no, that's not even the right Simba. Everybody yeah. gets Simba love. Uh, Cynthia Wolf says, "Great win, but I want to know why Tibbs doesn't use the ten-day centers. I know one of them is in street clothes with play Pell. Think he's only gonna keep it a Taj and, and Noel for now." Chuck D. Ryan Animal says, ignore the playoffs talk. Ignore play-ins talk. Talk play now. This is the play playoffs for us. Every game, Knicks Nation 72 without a middle. Every game is an OG boxing 15-round match. Energy up like Darkman X, RIP. Paul Robinson again says, see what happens when IQ runs with the starters. I emoji. Stanley Carnard says, put some respect on RJ name. Dude is taking names. Sky's the limit for nine guy. Take away Peyton's MSG pass. Make him use the Spike Lee entrance. Fritz Elliott says, big win. Salute to KFTV. Love the show. Kenny Gales, Tibbs made adjustments. Finally, he finally let the bench rock. Happy feet looking better. And RJ put some respect on his name. Hashtag RIP DMX. Brian Hansley says, on a day that started off crazy, we lost one of the best MCs to ever move the crowd. RJ Barrett lifts our spirits by letting ESPN and the haters know to put some respect on his name. Hashtag 9God, hashtag RIP DMX. Maurice Baker says, I only watched the second half, but Tibbs' rotations were on point at the end. Jimmy Snyder says, we were 0-2 and Ashley was gone. She comes back and we win again. No more vacations till the offseason. Yeah. Peyton is trash. 19 more until he got out of here. <laughs> Yeah, Venom. Uh, Steve Guillaume says, Clutch, W, shout out RJ9, God, IQ, Randall, Bergsby, drinking tonight. Also, welcome back, Ash. Steve Werner, Randall almost gave it away with the up and under force-up shot. But Barrett came through in the clutch. Bench scored 72 points. Yeah, that was big. Bench scored 72 points. Rose gets a shout out, too. Young Kobe, shout out to Memphis Grizzlies for missing all the free throws. That was big. That was big. All right, let's get to this giveaway and wrap the show. Um, CFA618 gets in the super chat. He says, Darkman X has to be top five hip-hop solo artist of New York. R.I.P. DMX. Appreciate you, bro. All right. While I get this list ready, um, CK, go ahead and sign out. We're going to get the giveaway ready, but CK, go ahead. For sure. Yeah, I'm going to keep it short. Knicks win tonight. Big win. Like, like Chuck says, it's been a long, long week. It's some change. But most importantly, RIP to real one. RIP to X. But you know where to find me everywhere. CK2K over on Twitter, over here on YouTube, wherever it is. Look up CK2K. I'm there. Appreciate y'all, man. On to the next one. All right. All right. Good stuff as usual. And actually... As always, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ash Nicole Moss. Going to keep it short and sweet as well. Proud of the guys for the win they pulled out tonight, the New York Ritz. And 
and rest in peace to the legend, the icon, the pioneer, DMX. Next, we will miss you, gone, but never forgotten. One time. We will see you Sunday. Knicks versus... We got Sunday. Raptors. Raptors, Knicks versus Raptors at MSG. Let's get this W. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Let's get those likes up on our way out. Very much appreciate it. 133 to 129. Knicks get the W. A great effort by RJ. Triple-double by Julius. Can't lose. And a good win overall, resilient win by the Orange and Blue, no doubt about it. Remember, these shows are available in audio podcast format. So if you miss it on video, you can always catch it at any time. So uh, all the major podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, all that good stuff. And, um, yeah, remember the show's also available, also presented by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. All right, we out of here, people. See you guys Sunday night, Knicks versus Raptors. Let's get this win. Great show as usual. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.